from Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thank you. Seven minutes past the hour, it is Hurley in the Morning, and thank you for spending this portion of your day here with us. Well, the voters of Chicago said Beetlejuice three times, and just like that, Lori Lightfoot is gone. Welcome to a new day, a new month. A lot to do this morning. Let's get right into it. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot becomes the first mayor of Chicago to lose re-election in 40 years. But if I ran off the statistics, and maybe I will, I mean, it, it is unbelievable how bad Lori Lightfoot was as mayor. I mean, you just look at what she been in office less than four years or whatever it is, about four years. Murders up 59 percent. Robberies up 27 percent. Theft up 31 percent. Motor vehicle theft up 270 percent just terrible and fortunately she's gone if you and nobody there was so many people running nobody was going to get 50 percent plus one vote to to avoid a runoff so it was really about getting into the top two what's going to be interesting is will chicago actually vote for Paul Vallis. Now, out of everybody that ran, he got the biggest plurality by quite a bit. 33.8% of the vote. That was with 94% of the vote in. 172,000 votes. Brandon Johnson finished second, distant second, with 20% of the vote. I'm rounding these things up and down. 103,000 votes and Lori Lightfoot, a distant third, 17% of the vote, 86,000 votes. And at closer to 87,000. So Paul Vallis won by a bunch. But now that it's only two, I'm telling you right now, don't be surprised if Brandon Johnson becomes the mayor and not Paul Vallis. I, I don't have a total feel, you know, on the ground exactly what's going to happen here. But if a lot of people band together, this guy, Brandon Johnson, could become the mayor. And the reason I'm saying that is if Chicago wants and, and look, it's going to be a Democrat. So whoever wins the Democrat primary is the winner. It's just the way it is. As bad as Lori Lightfoot was, Chicago is not going for a Republican. So Paul Vallis ran as a pro-police mayor or mayoral candidate. You would think, with the statistics I just gave you, that that's what Chicago would want. 
especially after the job that Beetlejuice did. But I, I don't know. I, 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 I can't say which way it's going to go. But I will say this. I wouldn't be surprised if Brandon Johnson, who didn't say anything about, I don't believe he said anything about making Chicago safe. If you're running in Chicago or Philadelphia or Seattle or San Francisco, L.A., wherever, New York, Eric Adams ran and won by saying pro-police, going to make it safe again. I mean, it's these Democrat cities are uninhabitable. It's awful what's been going on. So I predicted yesterday, and please, no, no, uh, no rose petals or, or ticker tape parade or anything. I said that Lori Lightfoot would get no better than third and, and a distant third at that were my exact words. And she finished a distant third. Paul Vallis beat her by twice as much. And he beat Brandon Johnson by a whole lot, too. Over basically 100,000 votes over Lightfoot, about 70,000 votes over Brandon Johnson. But I'm telling you, Chicago is capable of doing anything. There'll be an April 4th runoff, and Paul Vallis or Brandon Johnson will be the next mayor of Chicago. Open forum coming up. Next hour, Atlanta County Republican Party Chairman Don Purdy in the 8 o'clock hour. And uh, to be announced, what we're going to be doing together in the 9 o'clock hour. We'll share that when we get a little bit closer. This is not news or new news, I should say. It is news. It's not new. FBI Director Chris Ray said the COVID-19, quote, most likely leaked from Wuhan Lab. We told you that yesterday. Again, that's just because he said it again yesterday. It's not the first time it's been said. The FBI concluded quite a while ago that this happened in a lab incident in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The U.S. Department of Energy also says so. But of course, liars who lie about lying, the Biden administration at all. They just keep telling us there's no consensus. So we're just never they 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 are afraid. Biden is afraid of China. It's disgusting to watch this. I believe it's because he's compromised. And so he can't he can't do or say what he should do and say. Quote, the FBI has for quite some time now assessed that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a lab potential lab incident in Wuhan. The FBI has folks who focus specifically on the dangers of biological threats, which includes like this is him saying it. I don't know why I put the word like in things like novel viruses like covid And the concerns that in the wrong hands, the threats that those could pose. So here you're talking about, 
quote, a potential leak from a Chinese government controlled lab that killed millions of Americans. And that's precisely what that capability was designed for. He's a terrible FBI director. I don't think he's an honest man. I think he's he's completely political. But I appreciate those comments. Very, very good. Very helpful. Obviously continues to make Joe Biden and his working crew uh, look really bad. Wouldn't you think the media would be saying, what's wrong with you? Why are you saying that there's no consensus? I mean, is the FBI wrong? Is the U.S. Department of Energy, are they wrong? They're all wrong. And what is it in it for you and all of your fellow Democrats to continue to cover for China? What's in it for you? I just think that would be a fabulous question to to have answered. When we come back, Pothole Pete does it again. He has said something that is just a lie. It's it's warped logic. Just terrible as it relates to East Palestine. And if he's right about what he said, that I will take that statement to its next conclusion when we come back. Can you believe it's already March? Can you believe that? Just like that. That wasn't a good snap. Better. January, February, just out of here. You may want to, I didn't do it. I had a nice, uh, nice shirt, nice, uh, warm winter type shirt. So I just walked out into my car without a coat this morning, but it was 28 degrees. Cold as I remember it in quite some time, about a mile from the Ponderosa, it was 32 weird four degrees, just like that. We'll see what March is going to bring. I just remember shoveling snow two out of four years that Lauren was at Holy Spirit High School, at least two out of four during the first week of March. Although we don't have, let me just triple check, but we don't have any snow in the forecast that I've seen. Let's see. Give me a second here. I'll tell you, I missed my weather. under. What was it called? Weather Underground. I missed that. Apple stole it from me. All right, let's see. Rain tonight. Rain on Tuesday of next week, but only a 36% chance. Rain on Friday, 67% chance this Friday. I'll give you the high temperatures for as far as the eye can see. 48 today, but the low will be 44 tonight. 44 will be the high Friday. Wait, let me go back. 64 will be the high on Thursday with a 50% chance of rain. 44, 56, 52, 53, 55, 
484444 and overnight during this period there are at least 3 days that are 27 4 27 30 29 29 for the low then 28 28 30 30 so that 5 6 days that the overnight lows will be below freezing but no snow over the next 10 days which i've given you all the way out to wednesday february i'm sorry jan i'm jeez march 15th i'll get it right wednesday march 15th no snow in the forecast although i do see let me take that back 39% chance i see a snowflakes on the 11th 40% chance of snow on saturday march 11th mostly cloudy with snow showers during the morning it doesn't say anything about accumulation but i i guess what i'm saying is unless something surprises we basically and i'm not complaining i compartmentalized i i can't stand it when it's you know freezing cold and windy and all that stuff it's terrible for getting ready and getting out and getting in but for me i think this is basically a complete winter off which i can't say i i know we've had some mild winters there's only been a couple of really cold days and it was over just like that all right let's get the break in we'll be back more early in the morning program after this Fox News commentary. President Joe admits questions about his age are totally legitimate. Well, no, duh. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. Biden is the oldest president in history, and I don't think any of you are stunned by that. He says he intends to run again in 2024, at which point he'd be 82 years old. In a moment of self-awareness, he admitted to ABC News' David Muir that questions about his age are totally legit, but all he can say is, watch me. Well, Joe, we've been watching you, and that's why we are concerned. There needs to be a mental competency test given to our president and any future presidents. Democrats now want Joe's mental ability to be off limits when they spent the last seven years attacking Trump for his, and Trump never gave them reason to. Is this how much Democrats don't want Kamala? They'd be willing to throw Joe on the debate stage again and watch him flounder? Or even worse, continue his access to nuclear codes and classified information? In November of 2024, it's up to us to retire Joe once and for all. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is Fearless at Outkick. Doc. Sean Hannity, this afternoon at 3. Now, Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. Hurley in the Morning at 25 minutes past the hour. Open forum for the entire 7 o'clock hour. Uh, dramatically looking forward to that. Very much looking forward to that. Don Purdy, Atlanta County Republican Party chairman in the eight o'clock hour and nine o'clock hour to be announced. So Buddha Judge said that 
I mean, I know, look, he's covering for Biden. They all have to do it. It's terrible. What a terrible job to have to lie every single day. And these people say, oh, he's so sharp. You wouldn't believe he just knows everything. He's on top of everything. He's so sharp. Oh, yeah, really? We just never see it. You know, then then they, they ask Biden about this and that. And, and he usually says, well, just watch me. Yeah, we are just watching you. Don't you understand? And I guess that's the, the answer. No, he doesn't understand. Just watch me. Like, like it, that's such a stupid thing for him to say. We watch you fall down steps. We watch you fall up steps. We watch you shake the hands of invisible ghosts. Yesterday, who knows what he was talking about? He was talking about some nurse breathing on him. I swear, I think he was going to say to make sure he was alive, but he stopped short of that. Breathing on him. What does that mean? When he And then he, when he goes down and whispers into the mic, watch me. I wrote the bill. So, Pothole Pete, warped lying logic. So here's why I'm saying that. He's excusing President Biden not going to East Palestine by saying that it would be disruptive, quote, disruptive. But what are you talking about? President Trump went. Presidents go to all kinds of remember President Bush did a flyover when New Orleans was underwater and the Democrat media went bananas because he didn't land. He said he thought he would be disruptive. That wasn't good enough then. How's this crap good enough now? And we're talking about a month later. It's, it's not like it's in the, the, the minutes after and, and all of this. A month later. Can you believe this is the government we have and the media never calls them out on anything? They let them get away with all of this. Yesterday we told you about the fact that um, Pete Judge is under federal investigation for his incessant use of federal taxpayer airplanes. My brother made an observation that he seems to fly to swing states. This guy really thinks, and look, he ran before. He was a joke then. He's a bigger exposed joke now. This guy thinks he's presidential. But let's not forget, 115,580 gallons of vinyl chloride was blown up in this small town of 4,700 people. This is a toxic chemical. And the problem with what they did, and I always said I thought it was wrong, blowing that up the way that they did, I don't think that release and burn was a good idea. Because if you learn anything about vinyl chloride, it's toxic to begin with. But it grows especially volatile at high temperatures. So they blew it up. NPR, Chuck Malamut's favorite station. I'm only, I'm only teasing. 
<laughs> I don't know why I say that about him because he it's just it's not true. But according to NPR, residents have expressed deep concern and skepticism about the safety of East Palestine's air and water since the evacuation order was lifted on February 8th. The Ohio Department of Natural Resources reported that approximately 3,500 fish, so you know know it's more, 3,500 fish in nearby waterways had died after the derailment. And residents have said that they've developed rashes and experienced headaches since the controlled burn. I I know of one case at least where someone has got to be terrible is in the hospital with what I never heard this term before, but it's called chemical pneumonia. So it induces a pneumonia condition, the poison in your body. Now, I'm not prepared to tell you who took the sample uh, or specifics about it, but I know that I know this. Uh, I think it was yesterday, and I I can't remember who told me, but they're a reliable national source of mine. They said there was a very troubling uh, air quality sampling that was taken. You see, that's not being reported. But don't forget, Christy Whitman... Terrible governor, even worse, EPA administrator. She said how good to go and safe Ground Zero was September 11th, 2001. And look at how many people. You know, I got to say, I I really believe, like, I believe the police officers should have a shield. They have a tough job to do. They can't be getting sued, you know, for anything. But even that shield is not absolute. I don't I don't like that these elected officials like Marty Small in Atlantic City. This guy should basically be bankrupted. By John Devlin and anyone else that he has politically retaliated against. They should not get away with retaliation, hurting good people. Trying to ruin them ruin their reputation, take whatever they can from them. uh, And then they get to hire their attorneys, friends, and pay them. We got it. We got to stop this. I don't know how. I don't know how we do it. Maybe you, you get a hold of Willie Glass and you say, hey, Willie. You sued the city of Atlantic City, yes, but you also sued the chief. And he got a recovery. And it was, I can't remember the numbers, but it was a six-figure recovery from a former police chief. We have to have more of that. I mean, you know, you know my character, you know my my philosophy of life. I, I, I don't I don't want to go after anybody, but they're coming after you. So we have to respond. So I'm urging, and I know John Devlin's doing it. That's why we haven't been able to report certain things yet, because there are people being added. And I'm not speaking private information. John Devlin said that a week or two ago on the program, that they're adding more. They have served people, but they're adding more people. Anybody that has been done dirty by an elected official or 
multiple elected officials. You need to sue, unfortunately, the entity because that's where the money is. But you have to sue the people as well. And you have to recover from both. I I just think that is essential to stop this. Then they'll, then, oh, 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 I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to lose my basketball court. Devlin's going to own my court. And the rack of the basketballs and everything. And my Eagles, my Eagles den. That's what it has to come to. Sad to say. But they're not going to stop otherwise. Because it's no skin off their back. They don't, they don't lose anything. They wreck you. They retaliate against you. They take your board seat. They do all these things. And then they get to hire their attorney friends. A contract not to exceed $160,000. Contract not to exceed $40,000. This is a racket. This is a political crime wave. It's a political syndicate. It really is. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And this is Harry Hurley with three stories you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Atlantic City area residents share favorite childhood memories. And I'm telling you, there's three galleries that follow it that are amazing. It's a wonderful piece. Check it out. Atlantic City's own small mayor has failed to work with New Jersey Senator Vince Palestina. That's not a good thing. We write about it. And the Atlantic City mayor is leading a free resident credit repair effort. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. It's a chilly March morning. Temperatures 20s inland, 30s along the coast. Some patchy fog around for now. The afternoon looks pretty good. Partly sunny skies with a high of 50. Increasing clouds tonight and turning foggy, low 43. Quick round of rain showers tomorrow morning, then mostly cloudy and turning breezy. High of 60. More rain and wind coming in on Friday. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you very much. 40 minutes past the hour. If you have Netflix, uh, perhaps if you if you want to, just a recommendation, check out the Murdoch family series that they've done. I didn't know any of this. I mean, I knew it was a very connected family. I knew the grandfather had a lot of power. And when he retired, the father got the power. And when he retired, this son that's on trial for the double homicides uh, of his wife and one of his sons, uh, he got the power. Uh, You can't believe that in the relatively recent past that there was a family in West Virginia that had this level of power. It's it's incredible. You you got you gotta see it. I'm not I'm not nearly through it. I'm I'm into one episode of this thing. I forget how many there are. It's not it's not a ton. It's I think it's like several episode type of miniseries or something. Uh I don't know how much at the end it's gonna get to what's going on now. But everything I'm watching is prior to now. Suspicious deaths and 
how they were handled and no one ever charged. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. You got you got to catch check this out. I, I don't I I can't say it has any bearing on the trial now, but it just all looks like uh, a continuation of it all. I remember many, many years ago, if you're a long time listener of the program and I said that it'll start in California and then it will continue to become an infection in other parts of the country. And this is that in California, I predicted that illegals would be approved to be able to vote in elections. And oh, my God, did I take did I take grief for that? I said, well, look, it's what I think. I said it it, within 10 years, it's going to happen. And oh, it was just just ugly, ugly. uh, The comments that some people made. I, I really don't know why. Did you did they want it to happen? And I was threatening that. I mean, what would be the ugly response to a comment like that? That would either be that you agree it's possible or you think it's insane. And there's no way the Constitution says very early on you have to be an American to vote. So you would think that would be as unambiguous as it gets. Well, California does allow uh, illegals to vote. And it's a sneak attack. First, it was going to be in this election, school board. Oh, they have kids in school. You should be able to vote. Oh, they, they pay taxes. You should be able to vote for the local races. And then, and then of course, county. Oh, they pay county taxes. State, state, federal. So it's what they always do. They start out one way, and it's a mission creep. They just keep going. So now Washington, D.C. City Council, they have passed legislation permitting illegals to vote check this one out all you have to do is be here from anywhere china russia anywhere north korea i mean you name it all you have to do is be here for 30 days and you are eligible to vote you know there are there are only certain times where i wish i was in the position to just stop what i'm doing and go to work on some of these projects. Because I'm telling you, if we don't stop this, we are simply going to lose our country. Because you cannot have a country like this. But when I tell you that Democrats want to win in the worst way, this is what I mean. This is what ballot harvesting is all about. This is what every scheme that they do the Soros project, winning these positions of Secretary of State. I remember saying, gosh, we're not we're not we're not focused. They're winning Secretary of State and Board of Elections and Boards of Canvassers and all these different positions where they make the rules and they control what is a legal vote. It's a disaster. And it's playing out in real time, and we're not doing enough about it. So now Washington, D.C. has illegals voting in elections. 
And what are we going to do about it? Just carp about it? Not you, not me, but somebody's got to uh, immediately file a legal challenge. This can't, this can't be allowed to stand. Even in the corrupt times that we live in, I, can't, I know there would be Democrat judges along the way that would approve something like this. But there's no way, no way that ultimately the Supreme Court would approve for illegals to vote. Now, it's a shame because you shouldn't even have to take it there. But you know and I know there are these Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals and these other Democrat courts where they'll they'll go with this. Yeah, it's only fair. They live here and they, you know, they work here and they send their children here. And, yeah, they should be able to vote. Uh, the answer is no. No, they shouldn't. So California, Washington, D.C., it's only a matter of time before Oregon and Democrat states like that. You know, there's a big piece of Oregon that wants to split off. They can't stand it. They cannot stand what's going on in their state. But if we don't nip this, it's going to continue. Then it will get to the point where they say, oh, they've been voting for a decade, for 20 years. This, you know, it's only fair. Be honest. Could you ever have imagined, even though I've been telling you these things for 31 years, could you ever have imagined that all of it has come true? All of it. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's number one talk station. Yeah, you went and did that. It is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. There can only be one, and it's us. 53 minutes past the hour. This is um, not going to be surprising, but that doesn't take the sting away or, or make it any more acceptable because it's not. It's completely unacceptable. New research that was published earlier this week found that 72% of conservatives in academia are worried about losing their jobs because of their views being taken out of context. Isn't that terrible? Democrats never have to worry. No matter what radical thing they do. I saw at um, 4 o'clock this morning, I saw an 11-year-old boy, 6th grader, with his father, being interviewed and this boy went before his board of education and read from this book that's available in the school library and there are worse and it was talking about boys sucking on different things i can't even say i can't tell you what it said it's that pornographic this is this is so out of control. And I'll tell you what's so frustrating. 
to know that it was all coming and sometimes even screaming at the top of my lungs that we better stop this because this is this is beyond anything you can imagine what they want to do. Now, I even have to admit that I knew they were into indoctrination and a lot of really bad stuff. I never thought that they would that, that they would bring pornography to little kids like this. And I keep wondering how aren't the people that are doing this, how are they not? I, I tell you, it's another thing where I wish occasionally that I was a, a prosecutor or or some type of you know charging agent where I had the authority because I would I would bring them to criminal court and file criminal charges against them. How are they allowed to do these things? That if you did it out on the street, don't, because I assure you where it will where you will wind up. You will be criminally charged. You will be convicted. You will be a Megan's List offender for the rest of your life. And I want to know how are they getting away with it? And you mean to tell me it's more popular to take that position than to be against it? That's really where we are? So more than seven out of 10 conservatives in education worry about losing their jobs. This is unbelievable. It's, it's how can this exist? Quote, an investigation or the mere threat of one can create or strengthen existing social pressure to avoid certain topics, questions or viewpoints Stifling classroom discussions of complex and important topics. Quote, I've been defending free speech on campus for 22 years now, and it was clear that things have been getting much worse over the past couple of years. This is an organization. The acronym is FIRE, F-I-R-E. It's a... um, Foundation, if I can remember the, what it stands for, for individual rights and expression, fire. Quote, we already know that hundreds of professors have been targets of cancel culture, but we also know that there are closed door hearings and others ways to pressure professors into conformity that are done entirely in secret. Quote, this destroys lives and harms the integrity of academic research. This was a study of 1,500 U.S. university faculty members conducted through a multi-step interview process from July 6th through August 31st of last year, and then they do all this peer review stuff and all of that before they, they can publish The study comes as universities have become increasingly polarized due to trends in academia and student mobilization by political strategists. That's the other thing that is happening. There's no doubt about that. You have these Democrat politicians uh, that are full born in to this indoctrination stuff that's going on. Just terrible. Senator Marco Rubio, this isn't exactly um, breaking news. 
but it is news. Senator Marco Rubio has said to President Biden, you need to wake up on China's CCP, that's Communist uh, Party, aggression. The Chinese Communist Party, make no mistake about it, I mean, they they are not afraid of Joe Biden, not afraid of America. They're building up while we're getting weaker. Their Navy is huge while ours is puny. Thank God Trump got in. I hope for four more years, but at least he got in for four years to build back some of what Obama Biden had torn down, where we went from 600 ships down to under 300. China is over 600. Largest Navy in the world. They know exactly what they're doing. And we have these passive, stupid people that are just awful. All right, that's a little bit about what's on my mind. Now, very, very important part of the program. We all get to find out together what's on your mind. 609 407 Phone lines are open right now. Call me and we'll take your calls right after the break. 609-407-1450. Dom Purdy coming up in an hour. PGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is six minutes past the hour. Open forum this entire hour begins right now, 609 407-1450 407-1450 is completely, utterly jam-packed. A friend of mine just wrote uh, that the, um, I want to make sure it was the Walt Whitman Bridge or was it the Ben Franklin Bridge? One of them is evidently completely iced up. Let me uh, let me just go to that real quick. I don't know why I can't remember which bridge. Uh, da, 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 da. Hold the phone here. was there and it is gone i'll look it up it was one of the um it's the ben franklin bridge uh michael wrote on his facebook page just six minutes ago ben franklin bridge is a mess two major crashes going into jersey iced over uh not good fortunately we're not having any of that and i hope it stays that way Joining us first uh, in open forum is the former mayor of Margate, Vaughn, the real deal, real. Mr. Mayor. Good morning, Harry. Yes. So, as always, it's an honor to be on your show and talking with your uh, with your audience. Three quick things for you. Um, one, thank goodness we don't have to hear about the annex of Lori Lightfoot anymore. Yeah, uh, don't, don't say Beetlejuice three times, though, because she'll come back. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, well, you're, you're right. Yeah. The second the second is there's two comments made over the two days by two two very different people. Um, one is, I don't know if you heard it, but the, the woman who lost her two sons to fentanyl. Oh, and, let me tell you something. She's one of the most powerful presenters on any topic 
that I've ever seen. Not only is she a powerful presenter, she is spot on. I've been telling my kids for 10 years, China is at war with us. We might not be at war with them, but they are not a competitor. They're an enemy combatant, and they need to be really treated that way. When you look at what they're doing with TikTok surveillance, stealing of our technology, the buying of our farmlands. um, And this fentanyl in the pills, uh, it's heartbreaking, as you know, and all of us that are parents and grandparents, you, you can only imagine uh, this woman lost two of her sons. I think both of her sons, the only children she had, I think, but two sons to fentanyl. It's it's in it's in opiates. It's in everything you can imagine. And and as many of our listeners know, Sometimes kids today, they have these pill parties, they dump pills in a bowl and they just have at it. And this is Russian roulette, Mayor. Well, you just exa- went exactly where I was going. What China did is they watched our opiate crisis, and yes. they know that our youth has a propensity to experiment with street drugs. Yep. And what they've done is they've provided all the raw, raw components of fentanyl to the cartels who are cooking it up and sending it on in. Now, it's funny. China doesn't have a fentanyl problem. How is all this stuff being produced in China, yet they don't have a fentanyl problem? So this is intentional, and uh, it's it's not good. Um, The the United States leadership really needs to wake up. I was glad to hear Marco Rubio talking um, more about the fact that we need to be much more aggressive. But the the concern that I had, the bigger one is, and, and I'll tell you flat out, the whole time semiconductors have been going down in the stock market, I've been buying them. Um, the, the the reason being is it's in every component that we use now, all of our military components. And there's a reason that China is posturing to possibly take a shot at Taiwan by 2027, because we can't replace the capacity by then. Um, so the United States leadership really needs to um, have an awakening here. But- yeah, they are they are praying, China, that is, they are preying upon the current American weakness, Mayor. Absolutely. Uh, the other, uh, the last topic I'll leave you with, and this came from uh, a real prominent figure, uh, Mr. Buckley, the vanguard of CEO, which most of your listeners probably know, is, depending on the day and the valuation, the largest asset manager in the world. He came out with the comment of diversification, not diversification, diversification. And he was talking about this environmental, social, and governance investing uh, that's going across the globe. And that is essentially is you divest from companies that you don't agree with, if they're in fossil fuels, if they're not woke, etc., and you invest in green energy and woke companies. And what it's, what it, what, what's happened is these companies have all overweighted technologies, which were down 30% last year, and underweighted energy, which was up 60% last year. He has pulled all of their assets, this is Vanguard, out of the $150 trillion United Nations Net Zero Alliance. Because he's saying these money managers are playing the fool and they're bringing their clients along with them. My big thing is, if you're a pension fund manager, you have a fiduciary obligation to optimize the return on those investments. And it's clear that this ESG investing doesn't do it. And they're playing, like you said, Russian roulette financially with a lot of our 
let's say union fund member, because they're the ones who typically have defined benefit pension plans, and it's not going to turn out good. It's going to end up falling on the taxpayer yet again. Yeah, Mayor, you're very smart in areas such as this. For those who don't understand what this is, the GOP-led House has passed the repeal of the Biden ESG investment rule. It heads on to the Senate, and I I don't know. I mean, occasionally you have bipartisanship, but the Democrats can knock this right down if they want. Absolutely. I, I, I And, you know, like many things that get up to Congress, most of the people voting on it really don't have the background to understand what the heck they're voting on. You know, it's funny, too, because it's it's really in keeping with this Biden doctrine of just insanity. When in the world of investments would you consider non-financial factors in investment decisions? I mean, it's it's counter to, you know, we need air to breathe. I mean, it's so um, opposite of what should be done. It's 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 complete bizarro world, crazy rules. I'm going to invest money in the little boy next door who's got a lemonade stand because I like him, not right. in the manufacturer down the street that's good. Exactly. Uh, that's going to make me money. It's, and it's and as you know, they, they can base their, their social justice, their equity. Uh, they can ban investments if it's something they don't believe in. And again, it would be at the financial detriment to their to their uh, investors and to, and to their brand. But this is what we're all about now. Uh, they you know the uh, cognitive dissonance. They they could make investments in gun and fossil fuel companies, for example, uh, illegal. So this is this is in keeping with this radical philosophy of governance. Harry, great job. Unfortunately, I have to run, but uh, thank you for all your do, all you do. Thank you, Mayor. Good to talk to you. It is time to go to the first break, regardless. So this is good timing. One open phone line that Mayor Real just freed up, and we'll come back to your calls. Uh, you will be next on the Hurley in the Morning program. Uh, we let that caller know, and we'll get to all of your calls as quickly as we can after Sean Hannity and this brief Hurley in the Morning timeout. Your morning cup of Sean. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. We now have, on the one hand, we have the White House finally admitting the obvious, and that was that COVID-19 was, in fact, developed by Chinese scientists at the Wuhan Institute of Virology through gain-of-function research. The only people that are taking issue with it is John Kirby. I'm sorry, not John Kirby, Jake Sullivan, and Corinne Jean-Pierre. They're the only ones. Well, we're not really sure yet. No, we're pretty sure now because the Biden Energy Department confirmed it and the FBI has confirmed it. You know, what do you want it on a silver platter? You know, we knew from the beginning that they did gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Virology Lab. We knew that they did coronavirus research. Oh, but it likely came from a wet market. No, it likely did not come from a wet market. The conservative underground meets later today on the Sean Hannity Show. Hey, this year you can finally get started on that home makeover that you deserve. Now you can upgrade to sleek new window coverings thanks to our friends at Blinds.com. Right now, save up to 40% off site-wide on premium custom window treatments. And if you need help in your selection, well, talk to a Blinds.com professional design expert. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 40% off site-wide, up to 40% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thanks very much. Welcome back. 19 minutes past the hour. Welcome to the Hurley in the Morning program. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, Harry. It's Frank from Venton. Good morning, Frank. So, Harry, I'd like to do a, a science fiction mental health break topic. Okay. A little something different. Too. Yeah. Um, uh, let's imagine we make contact with a super advanced alien civilization, and they're willing to answer any questions we have for them. So here are three questions that I, I would uh, like to propose to them. Number one... What was there before the Big Bang, and what caused the Big Bang to happen? Number one. Number two, how did life begin on Earth? And number three, what is the concept of religion in your civilization? I like that. A lot of heavy, heavy stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. and these are actually things that I I think about from time to time, uh, because obviously there's there's great disagreement. And in, in, if you take if you tackle one of them, how did human life begin? You didn't use the word human, but I'm I'm assuming you meant like we'd be asking, yeah, how, yeah how human life began. Uh, some people be, believe in evolution. Some people believe uh, more religiously. Uh, it's fascinating when you think about it because we we know you know how procreation takes place but how do you have the first two how, how you know there there are a lot of questions that i think yeah. people don't think about very often big questions yep hopefully someday we'll get to ask those questions but that's who's to say you know how would how would some intelligent life form that we don't know, how would they know the answers to these things? How would they know? Well, I'm, I'm just, that's just my assumption. My assumption, I, you know. It, you Your assumption is, you is that maybe somewhere, somehow, there are answers to these questions. Exactly. Exactly. exactly what I mean. How do you yeah. think uh, life, human life began? Well, I mean, I, I've been reading a lot about it. Um, there was just, it, it, and scientists don't know, the, the closest they have now is they think there is just some, you know, molecules, some molecules combined, and and then an evolution started where, the way evolution works is if something works, it'll continue. If it doesn't work, it stops. So there was some combination of inorganic molecules that somehow, for whatever reason, uh went on to a next step and the next step and the next step, which, you know, evolved into cells and then multi-cells. Uh, but they don't know how that first thing started, that first, ugh, that first combination that would, would, would allow for a, uh, a continuation. Yeah, it's fascinating. And, of course, there's people that believe that it wasn't evolutionary at all. 
uh, and that mm-hmm. you know that 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 it's much more from a religious standpoint. I don't know what percentage of the population, but but probably a substantial popu- uh, portion of the population. Yeah, and then there's also some people might think, well, maybe it began through a religious, you know, through a, a being, but then evolution took over. So there's all variations of how people think of that. Here's another thing for you, just to show you how um, things can change. It used to be if you would do any type of lookup of the Big Bang Theory, you, you would get the, the definition of the Big Bang Theory. Now, I encourage anyone, type in Big Bang Theory, and you get, you're inundated. Uh, as far as the eye can see, you're inundated with the CBS television show. Uh, they don't even they don't even tell you about the Big Bang Theory that we were taught in school. So it's just oh, yeah, you're right. it's a crazy time. It really is. A lot of serious stuff is packed away uh, in favor of a lot of crazy stuff that is taking up a lot of time. But I kid you not, I, I am looking right now under uh, Google dot com Big Bang Theory and it goes on and on and on about Johnny Galicki, about the, the, the TV show, and nothing nothing about the, the seriousness of, of those words that used to have a different meaning and now take on this goofy, goofy TV show meaning. So uh, I, I kind of like this, uh, what you brought up, because it makes you think whenever there's something that, that faces you that you don't have a good answer, and I don't think really many people have a great answer to some of these things. And it really, it's, it's, I think it's because the, the, the information we would need to really understand exactly what happened uh, is unknown. And all that's there are theories that you can consider. Yeah, what well, we seem to know, Harry, we know what happened maybe like a billionth of a second after the Big Bang started, you know, and then we, we can figure out what happened all the way up to now. But we, can, we don't know what happened prior to that billionth or trillionth of a second. It, uh, it, I, this this much happened. I remember from school. It is the broadly accepted theory for the origin and evolution of the universe. And I can't remember exactly how many, but many billions of years ago, 14, 12 13, 14 billion years ago. I don't even know how they know that. How, how, do, they, how do they know that? Where do they get that from? Uh, I know, they, you know, they, they can tell the way, it has to do with light, the way light shifts, and they, they reverse engineer how far the light has gone. And it, I, I don't know exactly it either, but uh, it, it's, you're right, it's pretty well agreed that it did happen 13.5 billion years ago. I haven't heard anyone... Any any scientists really say they disagree with that, Frank? I want it. Well, I mean, people do. It's broadly accepted, but people do, and it's not. It's not. It's not an absolute. You know, the Big Bang theory, but it is the most broadly accepted theory. See if you know this one, Frank. Then I want to move on to the next caller, if you don't mind. This went on and, and happened, and there's little reporting about it. Are you aware that a big chunk, it's not like a majority or anything, but a decent-sized chunk of the sun broke off? Are you aware of that? Uh, I haven't heard that. Yeah, look into it. I'm telling you, it's very recent. 
Uh, I don't know what it means. I don't know if it's going to change anything. Uh, but a piece of the sun broke away. And I, I read about it in the last couple of weeks. And nobody's talking about it. To me, that's kind of important. You know, we, we spend 365 days a year, occasionally 366. And we take a loop around every year. It's kind of important. Uh, but, you know, we're busy talking about some, not you and I, but just these stupid things that that just eat up time. Uh, I'd like to learn a little bit more about that. Like how that happened. Why did that happen? What does it mean? And and how long is the sun, you know, going to be uh, powerful enough to uh, to keep us alive? I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of things that are more important than what actually gets talked about. To be continued, Frank, but I like your um, your mental health, health break. I enjoyed it. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. Good morning. It's Mike from Ocean County. Hey, Mike. I just wanted to piggyback the previous caller. He, he inspired me a little bit, and it made me think, and I think thinking is healthy. Yep. And uh, what the thought that came to my mind was, I've noticed that the state of the world and everything is entropy. And it seems like if you leave anything alone, it falls apart. Try and not maintain something or try and find something that just kind of appears out of nowhere. It typically just doesn't happen. So my venture is... This was all created, and that's all I wanted to share, that the state of the world is entropy. Things fall apart if you don't take care of them, and if we don't take care of this, it's all going to fall apart. Mike, thank you. I think that's wise and uh, a great comment. Uh, Here's how I usually look at things. If something is unexplainable, And it's so big and you can't even imagine how it could have been created. Like how is this perfect planet that has the elements, has the water, has the ability to to grow food and to sustain life? And how is this perfect environment here? So I, I don't necessarily believe in a Big Bang theory and that we started out in some puddle of of goo and, you know, cells, you know, emerged and 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 evolved and all of that. Uh, I, I believe in divine intervention. And that's what I believe the. Um, our existence. What what if you think about it, what else could it be? Could, could it just be all this science and 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 bang you know 14 billion years ago he go boom he fall down and then and and, and look at this so i'm just a believer and we don't know of it anywhere else so i can't i can't verbalize um correctly or 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 well on the topic but i believe in divine intervention also, I, I did a quick look up on, on what I was talking about. A piece of the sun broke away 
and I don't remember this in my earlier reading, it got swept up in a polar vortex. But isn't that crazy that wouldn't you think you would just bump into that story? And and I don't think many people have. And honestly, if I didn't do what I do, I don't know how I bumped into it because there isn't all that much reporting about it. But evidently, NASA instruments captured the moment that part of the sun appeared to break off. And remember, the sun is a giant star. So a piece of the sun breaks off from the giant star and it got swept up in a polar vortex. Now, I I don't want to alarm anyone because everything that I've read about it says that it's not as dire as it sounds. Like if I say, oh, my God, a piece of the sun broke off, you know, it gets your mind, you know, uh, activated. It's evidently not dire, but it happened. And it's and nobody's talking about it, which I think is uh, in keeping in bizarro world. Your calls continue right after this one open phone line 609-407-1450. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And this is your mayor of the morning on the job with three stories that you can follow on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Atlantic City area residents have shared some of their favorite childhood memories. It is a wonderful item to reminisce, and I loved putting it together. And there's three great photo galleries that follow that you're going to love. The Atlantic City small mayor has failed to work with his senator. That's not good. But we do say that the mayor is doing a good thing with the free credit repair for residents. Go. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. Watch your step this morning. The ground's a little crunchy, a little slippery due to the refreeze and heavy frost. Pockets of fog, too, so be careful. It'll be a partly sunny day, high temperature 50 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight, getting foggy, low 43. Temperatures will actually rise into tomorrow. Highest 60, rounder rain showers early, then mostly cloudy and turning breezy. More rain for Friday. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Why, thank you, Sean Hannity. It is 37 minutes past the hour. This public service announcement brought to you by your friendly mayor of the morning, me, Hurley in the morning. Do not accept a friend request from Joe Girallo that has no picture. Joe, I want to welcome you to the club. It's an exclusive club. It's official. You have arrived because you have been imitated. Uh, I just got a friend request. I'm already friends, literally, and on Facebook with Joe Girallo. I just got a friend request about two minutes ago during the break. Uh, Don't fall for it. It's not him. And they're they're so un, uninventive that they they didn't even put his picture. You know, when I get uh, duplicated a few times every year, they at least grab the picture. They didn't even give Joe the picture. It's just a blank, and then it says Joe Girallo with no no um, uh, main picture on the uh, the alleged account. So uh, Joe, if you're learning it from me, uh, you it's very easy to report. You you just go in there and. You, and it'll be they there. I got to give Facebook credit on this. 
they knock down these uh, fake accounts very, very quickly. I mean, within sometimes within a minute. They're very, very good about that, very bad about certain things. So I know what happened here because I am Pocket Kreskin. Frank's probative question about the origins of man. You allowed to say that still? I will. Because, uh, you know, that's out too. You can't say man anymore. Every, everything, everything's wrong. Everything that was right is wrong. And everything that's wrong is right. 11-year-olds get pornographic books in school and that's right. But if you say man, you, you, you get canceled or, you know, you spontaneously combust. So I side on divine intervention, not goo and, you know, uh, that kind of thing, that kind of evolution from slime and whatever. Because in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So if you're a believer, you really don't have to strain too far for the answer. Uh, it's apparent, it's self-evident, and it's right before us. And I know, because I am Paca Kreskin, that is what inspired Linda to call this morning. Am I correct? <laughs> am I correct? In the, be- in the beginning, God, you, you know me, Harry. <laughs> yes, I do. Come on. 31 in years, I better, I better know you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Good way to, to have start start an interesting discussion. Yes. I mean, in this secular world that we now find ourselves living in, where we've thrown out our God, the God that made this country so great, for who, for what, for for, and to think that it stops at evolution, I don't think so, because there are a lot of theories regarding evolution. You know, they 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 find a way to rationalize everything. So now, when you want, when you thought there was maybe just one. The theory of evolution by Darwin. No, there's a lot of theories now. Right, and God, and God, Linda, has to be that great because they're so threatened. That's why they try to take God out of everything. There's, it's, it's so, if you're willing to embrace the truth, it's right there in front of your eyes. You even have uh, uh, Einstein. Einstein, and uh, I, there's there's another notable, I can't think of his name, that, um, and and talking about this and having this, these conversations, he, 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 he says something like, um, after summarizing some thoughts about evolution, he says, but you, you have to take it all back to the eye and the brain. Now, there's something that is so, so in, involved in the eye with, the, with the, say, say, Einstein and another scientist, maybe, who are, who are talking, that you cannot factor out of life a God based on something with the eye and the brain. Now, my mind is so overflowing with so much information. It's, I can't take on that challenge, <laughs> but I remember reading it, you know, and yeah. uh, no, truly, uh, yeah, just crack open your Bible that's dusty and start reading it, and you'll find the answers will be more real than when you first maybe read the Bible. In the beginning, God, it, it, it's just beautiful. So, Harry, I'm going to ask you a question. Yes. So... DeSantis, a couple weeks ago I read where he was, um, where where Trump was 10 ahead of DeSantis. And this week now he's 20 ahead of DeSantis. What's going on? Trump is winning. I mean, what happens is the more that are in the race, the more Trump. Thank you for saying that. That was beautiful to hear. Wow, it's true. They don't don't want it to be true, but 
uh, that doesn't change things. Uh, they're doing everything they can, the, the Trump haters, to take him down. But obviously the Republican voters uh, think differently. So, yeah, President Trump is at 43 percent in the most recent Fox opinion poll. DeSantis is in the 20s. And then you have nobody. I mean, uh, Nikki Haley, with with all the the coverage that she's gotten, she's at 7 percent. The former vice president is at 7 percent. And then you have dope Lynn Cheney at 2 percent and um, forgetting who the other one is at 2 percent. And then none of the others even register a fraction of a percentage point. So, yeah, Trump is way out in front right now. Do you think there's going to be uh, it's going to be crowded like it was in 16? Because what sort yeah. he comes out, yes. he, say, he says that if, if, if it's crowded, Trump, if it's if it's a crowded primary, Trump will walk away with. Here's it. what you have to look for, though, Linda. It's not how many are running. <clears throat> Excuse me, because that matters. Don't get me wrong. But it's how long do they stay in? If they get in and they get out quick, that is different than people staying for an extended period, because for those who don't know the rules, Democrats apportion their delegates, Republicans, it's winner take all. So Trump at 40 some percent plurality can't be beat. Now, he, he's probably going to lose New Hampshire uh, and he did before. Uh, but when they get into, you know, he could lose New Hampshire and Iowa and things like that. But as they get going, uh, he's going to roll Uh if if Republicans, if they really wanted to get Trump out, if they were smart, they would just put DeSantis up against him. And then, Linda, I have to say, I'm not sure which way it would go if it was just head to head. But if you have all these other people in there for certain periods of time, Trump is a huge winner benefactor because the more the merrier for him. Harry, how are you feeling uh, it, uh, I mean, just going right right now, the way it is right now. Are you Trump or are you DeSantis? Oh, my God. It's not even it's not even a question. I'm Trump. I know. I'm Trump. But but I will say this. Uh, DeSantis is acceptable to me. So I'm not I'm not a Trumpian where if Trump doesn't get it, I burn the house down. Uh, I want Trump to win. Uh, he doesn't have a more loyal supporter, but I'm going to support who the nominee is enthusiastically. And I'm very confident that the nominee will either be Trump or DeSantis. I don't see Pence or anyone else, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is running very smart. She keeps commending Trump policies and things like that. She'll occasionally, because she can't act like a total stooge, she'll occasionally say um, about turning the page or a newer generation and things like that, which are these sort of veiled, thinly disguised things that, you know, Trump is 75 or 76, this kind of thing. But I'd like to see Trump and Nikki Haley as a ticket. I think it'd be a great ticket. Nah, nah, not feeling it. Well, Linda, I'm telling you a study about her. She's really smart. Uh, She understands the threat of China. Uh, She's a very serious woman. She's not a joke like Harris. Uh, I'm not saying it's my dream ticket or anything, but I would take that ticket. Uh, so now, but so those who are running, they've become all very wealthy right now, right? DeSantis is probably worth millions. I've read that the other day because of what's going into the coffers. And no doubt all the others, no doubt Pence and no doubt, I would think. Well, you know, I mean, remember, even Democrats are going to funnel money to other Republicans because they want to take Trump out. They act like he, they want to run against him. They do not want to run against him. So, 
Good talking to you. Good talking to you, Linda. Have a great day. 46 minutes past the hour, one open phone line. It was Linda's. It's now yours. 609-407-1450. This portion of Hurley in the Morning brought to us by my friends at Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling Professionals. As your furnace and air conditioner age, they become less efficient, costing you more money to operate, creating a higher risk for expensive repairs. Ambient Comfort has a new program that gives you a new high-energy furnace and air conditioner installed with no interest and no payments for 12 months. And you have your Elite or Signature system installed by March 31st. So you've got all this month. And get 10 years parts and labor at no additional cost. Think about that. That is peace of mind for the next 10 years. You are covered in terms of energy, in terms of your cooling and your heating. No payments or interests for a year for qualified buyers and 10 years free parts and labor on your new heating and air conditioning systems. Enjoy the comfort of knowing that your home will be comfortable in cold and warm weather for years to come with no extra expense for details. And to get your system installed before March 31st, call Ambient Comfort. 609-568-0955. That's 609-568-0955. Or visit them at ambientcomfortnj.com. When comfort matters, choose who I choose. Ambient Comfort. Back to your calls after this. Download the WPG Talk Radio app for your iPhone or Droid and take South Jersey's talk station wherever you go. Get free, unlimited South Jersey news right at your fingertips. Listen to and easily call all of your favorite local and national talk shows. Wake up with Harry Hurley using the alarm clock feature and more. It's the WPG Talk Radio app for your iPhone or Droid. Download it now at WPGTalkRadio.com. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, don't, don't, don't say it three times. Stop, stop. Okay. Bob, welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hello, Harry. Hey. Hey, okay. I didn't think I'd be next, but look, uh, the uh, I listened to a podcast uh by Peter Robinson, okay, called Uncommon Knowledge. And they had a group of scientists there, really esteemed scientists that talked about creation. And they, they did mathematical computations regarding evolution. And Darwin was completely wrong. You, you and Linda and, and I, you know, believe in divine, infer, divine intervention. Yep. It's been confirmed. It's been confirmed because the, the process of evolution, if you, if they, they, they analyze the, the, the years, the number of years it takes for, for things to evolve like, and, and beings to evolve like humans. Right, for very um, primitive things to become so complex would take a period of time that it couldn't have happened the way they say it happened, right? It could not have happened. Yes. It could not. It, it happened too quickly. See, for me, it was always very easy because I am a believer, but also when something is 
so big that you cannot even imagine how it could even have happened. How how can you look at the human being, this complex, you know, being and how the human body works and all all these things, the 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 brain, uh, all of it. And I just easily default that there had to be a God uh, that created it because it, it just it, it wouldn't happen. It couldn't happen any other way. Oh, absolutely. And I'll, I'll tell you, Harry, the 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 greatest therapy for for young people, I believe, is to get out in nature to see the amazing wonders. You go to the national parks. And you are in absolute awe. And, you know, it, it, it just, it adds, the, always added to my belief in a, in a, in a creator. I mean, this, this beauty that we're surrounded by. Yep. Um, and, and that's what I was saying in my little mini monologue there, defending divine intervention over evolution. I just don't believe that we started in a mud pile, you know, like slime. And then, and then the slime you know, oozed out onto the land and then with a tail, a fish tail, and then all of a sudden, you know, evolved over some period of time. I'm just not buying any of that. And then you look at this perfect planet that the atmosphere and everything about it. I mean, come on. This this is this has got to be more than than science. It's got to be. Well, look, you know, the, the agnostics and the atheists, they, they come back with, you know, well, you can't prove it. Well, you know, it, it, it's what these, what I really think is great about what these scientists have done. It's, it's no longer a leap of faith now. You know, now it's more like did they actually Did they actually calculate how long evolution would actually take? Because I'm of the belief you could never get there. I say it's infinity. You would never get there through evolution i just don't believe it it's just too too complex uh i just don't see it well they, they calculated the, the timeline and it, it made no sense it right. happened too quickly yes that's that's the bottom line in, in a variety of you know so the cool thing is when people say there's no proof well, there's your proof it didn't happen the way you think it happened because the math proves out that it couldn't have happened the way that you think it happened Yep, correct. Good. Correct. Look, just, just final point here. Uh, look, I agree with you about party unity and whoever wins 2024. We have a, a common threat, a common enemy. If it's Trump, it's DeSantis. They're both great. And, and yeah, just that's, I think, I hope the attitude all of us have going forward that we, we just don't kill each other before the the real contest happens. right because if republicans are divided and the nominee comes out completely just demolished that's going to be a terrible you know uh path to success and we have to win we cannot have four more years of joe biden wait till he announces his new budget with all the taxes that that will oh. be in there i mean this guy's out of control no china will be the dominant power the the borders will have will have 30 million, 40 million illegal yep. aliens. And, and it won't just be California and Washington, D.C. having illegals vote in our elections. It, it'll it'll be a contagion that will spread all over the place. We'll lose our country. So if anybody wants to know what are the stakes in a couple of years, just everything, just the, you know, 
losing the country or keeping our country. That's all. Exactly. All right, Harry. Good to talk to you, Bob. Thank you. See you, Thank my friend. You know it. To those we didn't get to, I'll do better next time. But I do want to offer you this. We have Mayor Don Purdy, the chairman of the Atlanta County Republican Party, already scheduled for the upcoming hour. And I'm really looking forward to that. And then what I would love to do, everybody, I know you don't live your lives, you know, waiting for me to tell you, hey, you can call now. But the entire nine o'clock hour, including the six minutes uh, past the top of the um, 10 o'clock hour before we turn it over to Kilmeade, we're going to have I've been leaving it all morning that this nine o'clock hour is going to be you on the phone lines. So don't quit on me. I won't quit on you. Come back. Let's have open forum in the nine o'clock hour, and I'll take all the calls that I couldn't get to in this hour. When we come back, the former mayor of Galloway Township, the current chairman of the Atlanta County Republican Party, my good friend Don Purdy, making a house call on the Hurley in the Morning program. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, the number one news talk radio station in South Jersey, all because of you. And we know it, and we thank you for it sincerely. We'll be back. It's halftime. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we are back six minutes past the hour, wide open forum, one hour away, so get ready. With your content, because you will control the content in the final hour of today's program, as you did in the previous hour, and it was outstanding. And I left every phone line uh, lit on the board, which always, for a talk show host, is um, not pleasant, because I want you to get on the air, not to be on hold, waiting to get onto the air. So your your turn is in an hour. We have a great hour planned. I'm very excited about it. A lot of content that we're going to share this hour with the former mayor of Galloway Township and the chairman, the current chairman of the Atlanta County Republican Party and a very, very longtime friend, Don Purdy, who joins us now. Mr. Chairman, welcome to Hurley in the Morning, sir. Good morning, Harry. How are you? Oh, outstanding. Happy you're here. Looking forward to the time we're going to spend together. Let me begin on Dateline Buna. Uh, for those listening, not to be confused with Buena Vista Township, which forever in the era, God rest his soul, the era of Chuck Chiarello was automatic Democrat. And I remember actually speaking at a Buena Vista Township uh, Republican Club meeting when when they were putting it all back together and 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 really um, showing signs of life. And I remember saying, hey, in about one or two elections, you're going to be in the majority. And they are. So, you know, amazing things are happening all over, including the western portion of the county. But let's go to Buna, not Buna Vista Township. Buna, uh, where, where great people like Barufi over the years and folks like that have been doing a great job, great Republicans. So there's an opening. And then, of course, you know, the 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 um, required process, Mr. Chairman, of putting up three names is done and they they select someone and then the person says I, there are people chomping at the bit 
to, to get a seat somewhere. Somebody had it and said, I don't want it. And so it kind of throws the thing into sort of political turmoil. Where does this stand as you know it, Mr. Chairman, this opening? Well, Harry, um, as you know it, uh, you've said it you know, multiple times. The western end is, is a Republican-controlled area of, of Atlanta County. And it, it's, it's a long story what actually happened over there in Buneboro because, you know, there was two ladies um, that were Democrats that had switched to Republicans. Um, and the one had to step aside because her job that she had taken one more hours did not allow her to do that. So she had stepped down. The problem happens is the governing body, um, which, you know, I guess part of it, you know, they weren't just on fact with the rules and regulations. That individual was elected as a she was elected as a Democrat. Correct. She had then switched to a Republican. So the way the law works in the statute states is believe it or not the seat is controlled by the party that she was elected when when she was elected into office so and by the way some people don't like that but i agree with that i mean she won as a democrat it's true she became a republican and had she stayed she would have stayed as a republican member and then if she was running again she would have run as a republican but I, i'm i'm okay with that uh it, it, when it happened when the people voted they consciously picked her and they consciously picked the democrat party so i have no problem with that some people listening might not like it and say hey it should default to she switched to the republican party but the voters put her in as a democrat so i don't think you and i would fight that too hard but it got crazy after this though because three names did get picked correct well what had happened was um the the municipality had made a mistake through either the the governing body the clerk's office there in in buna or the solicitor one one of the three actually um were kind of asleep at the wheel. They did not know the statute up to date. So they had, she had resigned. Um, they believed that it was a Republican seat. They gave the, their county committee gave three names as Republicans for the seat. The governing picked one of three. And therefore, um, right away, Democrat chairman and uh, the, the attorney said, wait a minute, this is wrong. She was elected as a Democrat. And the Democrats were absolutely correct on that. Um, so after the statute was, um, was fixed, uh, the Democrat committee, uh, got together, gave three names to the, um, borough, you know, borough, then I believe this, the way I'm hearing right now, and this is still kind of like a little foggy to me because I'm now I'm involved in it. I really wasn't at first cause I didn't know too much about it, but, um, I believe that on a Saturday, um, I believe that the attorney from the Democrat organization sent a, a some kind of letter or email or something to the attorney saying that um, Mr. A does not want to be appointed at this time. So Monday night comes, the, um, the solicitor uh, did not, I believe, check his email or whatever that might be. I, I don't know about that, so I don't really want to comment too much on it, but they had their meeting on Monday night. They picked uh, gentleman A. And then gentleman A refused to take it, said he did not want the position. Wow. Um, the, the, the Democratic chairman obviously had a, a big problem. He was attendance in the meeting, um, which 
I probably should have been there, but I do apologize. I wasn't really up on it at that point. So um, the problem stands is the statute says you have to submit three individuals, not two when one didn't want to be on it. So I think that I'm hoping that the, the governing body and the Democratic chairman will be able to come to some kind of resolution and fix this quickly. I believe it is fixable. Um they have to give three names by statute, and the governing body has to pick one of the three names, and that person will serve until the next election cycle, which will be in November. Yes. So it'll be fixed. And if a Democrat has it for a few months, they're probably not going to keep it because there is a change afoot. And this is where I want to um, – after the break, we're going to go away for just a few minutes. After the break, I want to laser beam focus on something that's happening you you have Buena Vista that had been Democrat for decades. I think most of my broadcasting career, which is now 31 years, now it's Republican. Uh, you have the two switchers that you mentioned in Buna. We had the other switcher that switched over Absecon for the first time in a long time. Uh, there is absolutely something that whether it's Mike Suleiman or anybody else, no Democrat can deny that there is an absolute atmosphere that the Republican philosophy of governance is what the people want at this time. Now, you as Republican chairman, I don't think you're going to fight me on that analysis, but I want to talk about it when we come back and break it down. Like what what is causing this? Because I, I, I'll just say I love it. And and may it may it be a, a positive contagion that continues i mean i i i cover these different eras where momentum goes one way or the other uh and this is certainly uh i think undeniable at this point senator palestina his two running mates testa and his two running mates durr and his two running mates that's districts one two and three and this stuff is not stopping at the state legislative level it's going right down ballot in the county races and the local races i want to get your assessment as our chairman what is going on in your estimation that's causing this with atlanta county republican party chairman dom purdy i am not his brother harry i'm this harry early in the morning exactly. wpg talk radio 95.5 fm and 1450 a.m Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, great one. Welcome back. It's exactly 19 minutes past the hour. It is the Hurley in the Morning program. We are a part of WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Tell a friend. The Truth in Broadcasting comes out to play weekday mornings for four hours and six minutes. We do our small part on the number one news talk radio station in South Jersey. And that's all because of you, and we know it. We thank you for it. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, where we are visiting with Atlanta County Republican Party Chairman Don Purdy, which I knew was going to be a great listenable hour, and already just the first segment has me completely jazzed up. Mr. Chairman, as you well know, because you're the leader, you you monitor these things like no one else, Republicans are winning right now in Atlanta County, in South Jersey, at a pace, honestly, probably not seen since the days of Hap Farley. Maybe Bill Gormley, maybe. Uh, winning all over the place. What do you attribute this to? 
Well, first, Harry, I want to say we got great candidates. Um, and, you know, you can only govern as well as the candidates allow it to happen. So having great candidates uh, and great leadership and the leaderships bring the candidates. You know, if you don't have good leadership, um, you don't have the bench. And, you know, Atlanta County's bench is very good. Um, it's a great organization. But, again, it goes on governing. And I try to tell some people that are getting into this, just remember, we're in New Jersey. You know, not to, not to hurt another area of the country, but, you know, we're not, you know, difference of, of governing in West Virginia is a little different than governing in South Jersey. Mm-hmm. So that being said, you have to turn around and re- represent what your area wants you to represent. And that's how the senator has been so um, great on doing what he does because he represents Atlanta County and the best needs of Atlanta County. So what I'm saying there is you can't say that I'm a Republican and I, you know, you could be the farthest right guy, but your community is not allowing that to happen and you're going to be very short lived or never make it into office. And I think that's what's happening to our area is the governing and the ideology of the, the individuals running for office represent the majority of what the people in that area want because I've said it on the show, the Democrats outnumber us, but the Republicans have the control. You know, when you talked about Mayor Chuck, God rest his soul, he was such a great man. Um, you know, I was sat on the Mayor's Association with him for many years. Um, you know, we'd agree to disagree. He was a true gentleman. Yes. And he had great relationships with the, the commissioner board, freeholder board at the time, the county executive, um, you know, even even a Republican governor that would be in, you know, Governor Christie, um, you know, he didn't agree with a lot of his policies, but he respected that. That stuff is gone now because that side of the Democratic Party as much is such hatred that. And, and I got to say, I will yeah, tell you. Yeah, I, I only want to interrupt because I don't want to miss having this opportunity. One, to say something kind about my friend Chuck Chiarello. And we we would agree many times and we would have spectacular disagreements, but they were never ugly. And we could always talk. And I remember saying, just like we've said about other instances, sometimes well, it's like Jeff Andrew. The moment Jeff Andrew was not running in District 1, District 1 is and even then was a Republican district. Van Drew just had that crossover appeal uh, that it didn't matter to the voters that he was a Democrat. It didn't matter to voters Chuck Chiarello's party affiliation. And I love the guy. And we got along so very, very well. And I miss him. Uh, But I did say this. I said it to him and I said it. When he was gone, I said, that's it. I said, Republicans are now going to take over in Buena Vista Township. Had he lived and continued, that would not have happened yet, probably. Uh, So it is amazing how certain people do transcend. But I want to agree and then turn it back to you, Chairman Purdy, with the comment that you were just making when I interrupted you. This Democrat brand of right now, this mean junkyard dog, almost rabies, rabid, uh, Democrat, nasty, uh, that they take the politics from Washington. Here's something that you and I know for a lifetime. The Washington politics rarely ever, maybe during Watergate, because that was so extraordinary and people did get swept out with that uh, that didn't deserve to necessarily. 
But rarely did the Washington politics, a lot of people in this area used to vote for Bill Hughes. I did. I voted for Bill Hughes. Uh, I didn't get into the game of I'm a Republican. He's a Democrat. Uh, and and I'm talking about the father because I, di- I like Bill. The son were friends. But Bill was always running against people that, you know, I could not vote for him over Lobiano or anything like that. And Bill Hughes Jr. almost won that uh, Kate May seat off Kefiro, which is a great historical uh, reference point. He came very, very close, like 100 votes or something out of 40,000 or something. So what I'm getting at is the Democrats at the local and county and state level now, they've been infected by this woke, crazy crowd in Washington. And it's affecting them here at, at in their races, Mayor. Chairman? Well, Harry, that is true. And, you know, as a chairman, uh, one of the duties that we have is to keep the the candidates and keep the elected officials grounded. Make sure they stay grounded on the focus, stay out of the weeds. Um, You know, I can't tell people how to vote and what to do, but I can give them advice. And I hear a lot that goes on in the street. And I hear what's happening. So for us to turn around and get uh, people elected into office, the main thing we have to do is represent what we believe the people of our districts want. And I believe that we do that. We do that very effectively. Um, You know, they're, they're having a difficult time on the Democratic side to find people to run. And And I will tell you, I believe it's not about not having good Democrats out there that want to run, I believe that the good Democrats that could run are probably pretty happy the way that the local government is going. And that's why they don't run, because they know nobody wants to go up and lose, Harry. No. It's horrible. It's one of the horrible things in the world. Yeah. So there probably is a lot of good Democrats out there, and there is, and you know, but that would maybe consider running but they believe it might be going in the right direction because one of the things you have to do is when you want to run for office, what don't you like? What do you want to change? How do you want to implement it? And what does it bring to the taxpayer? And unless you can answer all them questions, instead of a dictator being there and say, you need to run, I need you to put yourself on the ballot. I need you to win this race, even if you're not going to win it. It's a horrible feeling to put somebody up to know that they're not going to win. And I refuse to do that, Harry. And, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to have, again, a, a great strong bench in Atlanta County. And you're going to see real soon, Harry, maybe in the next few weeks, a whole nother change with, with, with a few candidates in another town that's going to be very surprising to you. It's, I, listen, I, I, I think long ago would have been surprised, but nothing surprises me right now. There are a lot of Democrats becoming Republicans. Here's what I've always believed, and I, and I think you'll back me up on this. I, I almost always make it a point to separate good Democrats from these radical Democrats. Unfortunately, they, they're not blameless, though, because they continue to vote for these radical people that are doing injuring our country in, in, in all the different roles that, that, that they are putting these crazy policies, whether it's indoctrination in the schools or some of this other terrible stuff that, that, they're, that they're doing. But there are good Democrats, and I, I do separate the difference. The problem is the 10 percent of their party is run, driving the bus, Chairman Purdy, controlling the whole show. Their most radical fringe are controlling their party 
and ruining their party, I believe. And, Harry, the other thing, you know, almost like zoning and planning board meetings, you could do positive and negative criteria. And I don't want to leave this untouched. We have individuals in our party as well. And and we have them individuals. And the best thing that I tell you about, A, being a chairman or being a mayor or a, a, a commissioner, you have to be able to separate yourself and tell the people, I get what you're hearing. I understand your thoughts. But. I believe that this is the best for the community. The Democrats don't do that. When that idea comes up there, they run it up the flagpole, and then all of a sudden, you know, the same thing they did against law enforcement and police officers and first responders and, you know, burning cities down and all that type of stuff, you know, they sat back and let it happen instead of putting their foot down and saying, wait a minute, I don't agree with this. This is not the way that Again, if you're a mayor or you're you're a, 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 a um, commissioner, you need to turn around and put that out there and say, I do not agree with this. Yeah. And sometimes in that party, they stay together as a whole, like a pack, instead of breaking off and saying, wait a minute, this is wrong. I'm saying why it's wrong, and I'm putting myself on record. I do not support this. They don't do that. And then all of a sudden, that the, the, the dirty filth between the, the, the statement of, national Democrats hating law enforcement gets attached to everybody. And they don't put themselves out there and say, I support our police department. The only time they do that is after they start losing races and then you got the president. I don't, I'm not sure what he mumbles, but sometimes he mumbles different <laughs> comments and statements that don't match. But we're for law enforcement. But where were you at two years ago when everything was getting burned down and it was okay and you're telling people yeah, they they were for defund the police they were for the police are bad they were for fiery but mostly peaceful protests they were for cops getting punched in the face hit with with frozen water bottles in their in their head uh their cars set on fire precincts being overrun and taken over they were for releasing criminals the second they got processed they were releasing violent criminals you had Kamala Harris and Joe Biden bailing them out funding their release they have no record on this topic except a bad one chairman and you also have law enforcement as we knew it 10 years ago is there bad apples absolutely there's bad apples and everything politicians and so forth but you had that 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 few years wreck the public safety that we had in this country it's that true. was so good it is true you chairman have- chairman halftime break Hold your thought. The time is yours as soon as we come back. Visiting this hour, always interesting, uh, always informative. Atlanta County Republican Party Chairman Don Purdy on the Hurley in the Morning program continues after this. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. 31 minutes past the hour. Harry Hurley, three stories you can follow right now on the app. Atlantic City area residents shared their favorite childhood memories. I'm telling you, please I'm asking you, read this piece with all the photo galleries. It's amazing. The Atlantic City small mayor has failed to work effectively or work at all with New Jersey Senator Palestina. Big mistake. And the Atlantic City mayor is leading a good effort, a free resident credit repair effort. And we have the details on the app. 
From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. It's a chilly March morning. Temperatures 20s inland, 30s along the coast. Some patchy fog around for now. The afternoon looks pretty good. Partly sunny skies with a high of 50. Increasing clouds tonight and turning foggy, low 43. Quick round of rain showers tomorrow morning, then mostly cloudy and turning breezy. High of 60. More rain and wind coming in on Friday. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 37 minutes past the hour. Visiting with Atlanta County Republican Party Chairman Don Purdy in a conversation that based on my phone is blowing up for the past 37 minutes. Uh, a lot of people enjoying the content. Let's continue. Chairman, time is yours. Thanks, Harry. What I was trying to get at is law enforcement, law and order, and, and not just our, our country, but in, in our state, in our county, in our local towns. You know, it's, you know, one of my favorite lines that I put out there is you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Okay. Once it's out, it's out. You know, you always got that, that one fake friend that always says how great you are and, and how's the family and all that stuff in your head, you know, oh, they really don't like me. Well, yeah, they're, they're actually turning the knife in your back. Right, right. And that's what you have with the, the Democratic Party and law enforcement. Again, not all of them, but the ones that you hear from, they're speakers, uh, they're broadcasters, they're ones that people listen to, they're ones that, the, as, as you know, people say, fake news actually go out and say. But you have to live with that because, you know, you have law enforcement officers that might have been on the job. I know some of them that 10, 12 years are leaving. Yeah. They're going working for utility companies. They're going to working for other trades because, A, they don't want to be the person that goes to jail for doing their job. They don't want to be the person that has to sit up on the stand or lose a pension or lose something as somebody's spitting in their face or throwing rocks at them, but they're supposed to bring counselors in to talk to them. So there's there's applications that get out there for um, employment from municipalities, a, a county agencies, and state for that matter that are looking for applications for police officers. When I'm going to use a corporate township for an example, because um, Joe Donahue had said it uh, recently in one of our meetings, you know, there would be a thousand applicants, 500 to a thousand applicants that nonstop coming in for a job in law enforcement in a corporate township, and by the way, a great run police department. And they're not there anymore. No, they're not there because these, these individuals see this and they're like, well, you know, for the money they're making and to have people, you know, disre they, they wouldn't disrespect Don Purdy going down the street as that because it would be against the law. But it's okay to disrespect law enforcement and have things thrown at them, yes. said to them, record yes. them, antagonize them. And, and, and Chairman, here's the other thing. Forever, and everybody listening that's ever followed this, People tried every which way. They tried to fake their address. They would move to Atlantic City to make sure they're on the residence list, whatever they could do to leave where they were to come to Atlantic City. Because if you were going to be a cop, you wanted to be a police officer in Atlantic City, such an incredibly you know fine department, so on and so forth. I'm not saying it's not now. What I'm saying is now, though, that – Atlantic City police officers are leaving the Atlantic City Police Department and going to other police departments. 
that never happened in the entire history of policing in Atlantic City. You wanted to be there. You didn't want to leave from there. So there is an evolution that's happening and it's very, very dangerous for the public because you used to have, like you mentioned, one opening and you'd have 500 or 1,000 people that would want it. Now they're having trouble filling openings for the reasons you mentioned, because you could lose your freedom, you could lose your pension. And, you know, who's going to sign on to that? You, the people don't feel they get the support uh, and so on. So the evolution here, Mayor, is disturbing. And we have the Democrat elected officials to thank for this because they created this environment of hating on the police, not supporting the police, uh, releasing criminals, violent and otherwise, uh, the second they're they're processed. It's a terrible time. And I, I, I have so much faith in our country that I think we'll figure it out and work our way through this. And I think they already felt some of the pain of elections um, in the uh, previous election cycle to where, if you noticed, they're not campaigning on defund the police anymore and these things. For whatever reason, the election of 2020 to get Joe Biden in, to get Trump out and to do all this stuff that they did, they signed on to the most radical policies in American history, Chairman. And you're right, Harry. And I go back to what has happened, you know, lighting fires, fire department coming, um, throwing bricks off bridges or their windshields, uh, shooting at them to try to kill them or do kill them. Um, and, and that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. And but the first time that something happens in a neighborhood that happens to an individual's family, the first person they're calling is the police department, the fire department, etc. So, you know, you have these these people that now have they might have families, they might have kids. They want security. They want law and order. And it's coming out to them to see the one thing the Republican Party always stands strong on is law and order. Um, you know, again, I'm going to say the Republican Party. They could have bad apples, too. There's people out there of any trade, any person, doesn't matter if they're independents, Republicans or Democrats. But the stance and the message on the Republican side is always law and order and and protect the citizens that pay the bills. So that is what I see that people are seeing right now, that their country is so far out of control. Um, we're a laughing stock in the in the in the world uh, economy today. Um, is this still the best country in the world? Absolutely, it is. Do we still have the best military in the world? Absolutely, we do. But we can't. But, but, but Mayor, Chairman, Democrats have heard that as well. I mean, look, they kicked out healthy, vibrant, amazingly trained military professionals because they either had a religious reason or a health reason or just a a philosophical disagreement and did not want to inject an experimental vaccine into their bodies, healthy and not wanting to do that. They got drummed out of the military. This is crazy. And again, it's woke, broke, joke, Democrat policies. That's why we have to get a Republican back in. I think all of them should be offered to come back. Who knows? Some of them may have you know turned the page by then, but it's only a couple of years. Pay them back money that you owe them, uh, probably even some retribution pay, uh, and get them back. 
so that we can be as strong as we possibly can be as China ramps up and, and wants to overtake America as the world's only superpower. When we come back, much more Don Purdy. Now, uh, Chairman, I also want to ask you about this. 23 whales have washed up on the East Coast. It's an odd number, so I can't say half, but maybe more than half. Very close to us. There's almost in bizarro world, everything is affected by it, where Republicans are the environmentalists. We want to know our windmills, the size, the height of the Empire State Building. We want to know if they have anything to do with this. Democrats breathlessly with their friends with all the money doing all this, defend their friends doing this and have discounted that there's any potential impact from that. Why is this all upside down, inside out, backwards? And then whatever you want to close on, we'll have time when we come back with Mayor Don Purdy, the chairman of the Atlanta County Republican Party. I am early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 South Jersey's Number one news talk radio station, all because of you, and we thank you. If you love South Jersey's talk station, then the WPG Talk Radio app is a must-have on your phone. Listen to all your favorite talk shows around the clock and instantly call them with just the tap of your finger. Text the WPG Talk Radio studio. Send us your pictures and videos of breaking news and more. It's the WPG Talk Radio app, a free download from South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Knew it was going to happen. Flew by. An hour's not enough for Purdy. I'm convinced. Uh, Very interesting. Uh, I've really appreciated all the content this hour. And we're going to be doing more of this with Chairman Purdy. Uh, We're having open forum coming up in the next hour, 609-407-1450. I owe all the callers that we didn't get to earlier an opportunity. I hope you're available and that you'll check back in and we'll take your calls right until Brian Kilmeade, who will be our featured keynote speaker and guest of honor on Friday, September 29th at Resorts Casino Hotel in Atlantic City in the iconic Ocean Ballroom, which was the scene, the site of one of my favorite Republican gatherings of my lifetime. And that is the event that was put on by Chairman Purdy and Nick La Rotunda and uh, their team at the Atlanta County Republican Party. Uh, It was just magnificent. 200 plus amazing people, camaraderie, uh, collegiality, uh, just everything you want to see. And and, and I think it's especially helpful uh, in terms of continuing the momentum uh, that has been happening in the Palestina and the Purdy era. Uh, so congratulations to everybody about that. And we're very grateful to our friend Brian Kilmeade because he's the busiest guy on television. And it's a lot of time. We pick him up in a limo and he comes and he works uh, and stays until the very end and just is is a great, great friend. So we're looking forward to all of that. That'll be here before you know it. And, of course, the 16th annual Hurley in the Morning Charity Golf Open on Thursday, first time ever Thursday, not Friday, which I regret. But we're going to make it work, and I I know it's going to be fine. Thursday, June 15th at Linwood Country Club. I'm going to miss Friday only because it's so familiar. Uh, And God is great, and let's, let's 
pray together that God follows us from Friday to Thursday because we've never had a drop and I've never heard of an event that has not had rain for 15 straight years. It has not rained on our event. So we're due. I mean, some year we're going to get we're going to get demolished. So, Chairman, I said before the break, the roles have flipped. Republicans are now the environmentalists. The Sierra Club is mute. They're all coming out and actually backing up. No, no, it can't be those explosions at the bottom of the ocean. Now, I'm not saying it is, but I'm not ready to say it isn't. They've dismissed any possibility that their 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 wind towers from hell uh, could possibly be doing this. Five dolphins have washed up. Twenty three whales. I don't know about you, Mayor. We're about the same age. I don't ever remember this kind of stuff happening like this. Do you? Harry, it is definitely a phenomenon. I I look at it as, you know, I, I do always embrace technology uh, Etc. But, you know, this is definitely, you know, if you look at some of the people say, how could this happen? You know, some Marines and so forth, they, they all communicate by, by sonar. They read the bottom of the, of the water. There's no windows in a submarine. That's how they see. That's how they operate. Very similar to whales and communicating. So whales getting hit by ships and so forth, being disoriented. I see that. I, I get it. Most of the comments that I hear is we want answers. Um, you know, not liking the windmills is a whole different animal, not no pun intended, but it comes down to, you know, why is this happening? Uh, is it happening because of this? And, and there needs to be a solution because, you know, we're approaching, you know, summer season and this happens in, in areas. This is where we make our money in the three months we have um, for tourists forth and nobody nobody wants to see it no matter if it's money or just that yeah. the, the, the nature mother- right and, and chairman let me let me interject if you don't mind i mean when Atlantic electric runs into one bird they got to stop their project you you know you know the business end of things uh south jersey gas wanted to run a gas line you you had sierra club and all the freaks going bananas over something completely benign like bringing natural gas down the this off the parkway not bothering anybody no environmental impact uh if a bug a cockroach or a tree frog is found the whole construction project is shut down we've got 23 whales and five dolphins washing up and the democrats are full steam ahead it can't be that no it's not us just don't don't let your lion eyes you know see what they're seeing i mean they're amazing these people well, again, Harry, it goes back to messaging and and the, the press. Um, well, I don't want to say the press because that's not really around anymore. But the the actual media side yeah. of it, yeah, um, they control that. They do it very well. But the people are seeing it, they're hearing it, and and uh, they're not putting up with it. If you look at look at the amount of uh, discussion, if you just look what happened in Upper Township, it was a total disgrace what they just did. And these were Republican, well, so-called Republican people up there that voted against other Republican people. It was standing house only. And, you know, I believe that, that a lot of people are getting paid off. And can I prove it? Eh, probably not, but I'm sure somebody can. But the, why can't you turn around and give people answers of questions instead of just saying it's not the problem it's not it's not stopping 
Um, there, there's no other reason for it. Is there a bacteria out there that's killing them? Is there this? Is there... I'm not a scientist, but if, if it was spun around and there was an oil drill rig out there that had a problem, there you, go. you would see the world coming to an end. It's, it's so true. It shows you their politics is everything, and it doesn't stop at the water's edge, pun intended. Uh, you're right. If it was an oil rig, they would go bananas to stop it from happening. But they don't care about putting thousands of these tall windmills because they somehow justify their freak green energy agenda. 30 seconds. Closing comment. Harry, again, thank you for the opportunity. I love being on your show. Terry Lucarelli listening from Florida. Love it. Uh, she's one of our big... I love her to death. Um, my, you know, my brother Harry says hi. Hey, hey. Uh, I look forward to time, Harry. Anytime I got the opportunity to, to, to spread our word on your show, I'm willing to do that. And criticism, criticism also, I'll take that as well. Somebody must have criticized. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm far from perfect, but I believe that we got a better platform, and I continue to grow that every day. Chairman, thank you. We'll talk real soon. Have a great day, Atlanta County Republican Party Chairman. Don Purdy on the station that plays the winners. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Your calls right now. 609-407-1450. Let's do this. WPG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville. A Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is six minutes past the hour. We have exactly one hour because we get the bonus Six minutes before Brian Kilmeade, which I love. I can't begin to tell you how much I love that. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I don't know of another morning show in America that does what we do. And it was Chris Coleman's idea. And it's just been terrific. Brian knows about it. Uh, we go right until Brian Kilmeade's microphone is turned on. And it's just tremendous because you can get at least two more calls in. I mean, so it's fantastic. If you were with us, we had an amazing 7 o'clock hour of open forum. But the problem was I dropped the full switchboard worth of calls on hold right to the very end of the hour. So we announced right before Chairman Purdy's hour that we were coming back strong in this hour with wide open forum. And I hope that together we'll take full advantage of it, whatever is on your mind. Uh, you don't have to worry about saying, hey, I want to change the subject or anything like that. It's open forum, whatever you want to talk about. 609-407-1450 phone lines are open. One open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Uh, yeah, supposedly uh, seafaring mammals went back into the sea. Land-faring mammals, rather, went back into the sea and became dolphins and whales. Now the left are devolving, destroying dolphins and whales. Ain't that special? Um, regarding that group of animals, dolphins, porpoises, whales, they have an oily sheath that crosses their eyes that makes their eyes, uh, that protects their eyes from the corrosive effects of the sea. Now on land, that would serve no purpose. It would impair their sight. So I guess when they went back into the sea, they were, they were swimming with their eyes closed for a millennia, I guess, right? So yeah, it is a, it is a fishtail. So it's a whopper of a fishtail. 
a four-legged fish caught out of some slime, crawled up a tree, grew a monkey's tail. He swam from tree to tree. His, his tail fell off, and then he fell off the tree. He stood up, and now he's driving a cab in Atlantic City, New Jersey. So, yeah, it's, it's, the, the narrative is full of holes. But uh, regarding uh, what's going on with uh, President DeSantis, I mean, President DeSantis, maybe, uh, Governor DeSantis, he, had, he was on Mark Levin, and he had said uh, he had said that our government needs to be reconstitutionalized. And he had said that the, the executive branch, starting with the executive branch under Article 2 now, that would give the president full powers in the executive branch. That is not fascistic like the left likes to say, unless he were to uh, apply his powers to the legislative and judicial branches. So that they're actually wrong. They're, they, they, every, everything that they say, the opposite is the truth. That's the problem with the left. And I'd like to see President Trump get one more term, his rightful term, and then have uh, Ron DeSantis take us into that next decade. Because that scorched earth policy that the Biden and, and uh, Obama administrations did, uh, it, that, that's going to be real hard to overcome, I would imagine. So that's, that's what we're looking at. And uh, I want to bring up also, uh, now, uh, President Biden could have a teleconference with uh, Zelensky and get to more important factors, like uh, important issues, like that radius of 20 miles of pollution that was caused by the uh, vinyl chloride and all those different uh, chemicals that spilled in East Palestine. Yes. Whatever, however you pronounce it, East Palestine, yeah. Palestine, but yeah. Instead, he's... Spelled like Palestine, but pronounced Palestine. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. He has more important things to do overseas. Now, under the Constitution... By he... the way, it's a month, it's a month and a day he should have gone. The President of the United States... When it, I understand it's a town that voted for Trump and all of that. It doesn't fit his profile of what he's all about. But that was a rotten thing that we would have such a, um, a toxic spill. And that vinyl chloride, when it um, when it gets heated, it becomes it's toxic to begin with. I mean, they had the equivalent of World War One poison, you know, thrown upon them. Uh, 3,500 confirmed fish dead. So you know it's many more than that. If they cop to 3,500, maybe it times it by 10. By 10. So they lie about everything. Buddha judge took two weeks to get there, and he got shamed into it. He's a joke. But for the president of the United States, and remember, when President Bush flew over Katrina, the Democrats and the Democrat media, the whole gang, the whole peanuts gallery, they went bananas on him. I mean, he was there. He flew. He looked, you know, but, but they the Buddha judge comes out and says Biden would be too disruptive if he came. It would be too disruptive by that logic. That means the president can never go anywhere ever again for anything. So that's a lie. And that's what they do. Liars who lie about lying. Flash, let me get another call in before the first break. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. No, no malice. I have been very inspired. You said a word uh, today that inspired me. And uh, soldiers don't quit. It don't matter when the open hour is. We're there. Listen, Joe Pax. And uh, I want to say uh, this. And I really open up a can of whoop ass. That's what's on my mind. And it's all good. And I'll make it uh, quite simple. Um, any nation and people that the omissive of its senior citizen, disabled veterans, then you are then a moral turpitude and you're going to have problems religiously in the whole works. Now I'm going to put a couple of things on the table. Excited utterance, because it's the truth as opposed to hearsay. This is the rule they use in court always. 
because you don't have time to conjure and think. So I'm going to do excited utterance. First of all, <clears throat> we have uh, extraterrestrial aliens. They have the aircraft there at Wright Patterson Air Force Base. These are people that really are artificial intelligence. You can replace them everything on the man except the mind. That you have to convince some kind of way. And a lot of people do it by all type torture, control, slavery. So if you see uh, these people, this is what it is. They are highly uh, technical. That's what it is. And they go around places for knowledge, especially the nuclear or uh, destructive areas. We have, you see these white planes that land here. They be chasing them. Russia chasing them. Now, what they have done, they've used the color technology where it blends in with the color of, of nature in the air. You don't hardly see them. And we have, in Russia, have these planes. They're white. When they get in the air, you can't hardly see them. So this is one of the technologies they have. And they have, of, 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 they have also avoided gravity. So we need to wake up. We can't even have basic conversation. Look at two-thirds of the intellectual society afraid to express their opinion. I told y'all this for 30 years on radio. If they do it to me, they'll do it to anybody. Willie, let me jump. I got to go. Good presentation. Appreciate you being here. It is uh, approaching 15 minutes past the hour. We'll get the first break in now. And when we come back in this order, you'll be next. And you will be right after that. We do have a couple of open phone lines uh, for the first time in, in the whole morning, actually, uh, is been jammed, uh, including all the callers that I regret that we left um, hanging at the end of the seven o'clock hour. But that's why I'm happy that we have this opportunity. And look, I never assume that because you were available in the seven o'clock hour, that if I say, hey, look, you know, can you come back at nine, that you can just drop everything to do that. When you do, I appreciate it. But I understand you're very, very busy as well. So thanks for the time that you spend with us here on the program. We appreciate it and you. And we'll take your phone calls all the way to Kilmeade right here on the station that plays the winners, WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 South Jersey's number one news talk radio station because of you. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. This is... Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. For complete contest rules, visit WPGTalkRadio.com. Welcome back. 19 minutes past the hour and open phone line 609-407-1450. I was reading a story a few hours ago about Savannah Guthrie. I don't, I know of her. I obviously we were on at the same time. I've never really seen her work, but I know of her. Uh, she wasn't feeling well. This is live television. Took a COVID-19 test, positive, and out of here in the middle of the shift. Uh, so that happened in the um, very recent past. I think that it happened yesterday. 609-407-1450. So, you know, we don't talk a lot about that anymore, but it's it's still out there. Uh, if you follow the New Jersey numbers, I've been seeing sort of a consistent number in in the many hundreds to low four figures on a pretty regular basis. And then you usually see about 18, 15, 18 deaths. Always remember, 
it, it's there's no question COVID-19 wrecked and it killed. There's no doubt about it, even the more mild variants, because if somebody has another type of uh, condition, something that's going on that, that works against you, it's still challenging. It, it Obviously, we're past pandemic to the endemic phase of it all, but it's still out there. And and I, I don't uh, I don't worry about it. I don't obsess about it. But I, I still track it a little bit and see what's what's going on. And every once in a while you hear about somebody that had to leave work in the middle of a shift or something like that. Like we just shared with the uh, NBC News person, Savannah Guthrie. I think she's on the Today Show. Um, but the. Uh, the number of people actually dying, it's no question just America in the many, many millions but in, in in a lot of cases, though, it's somebody that had cancer or heart disease or diabetes or some other comorbidity. And they just all got lumped in as making COVID-19 the actual cause. And in many cases, that's an overstatement. But it's nonetheless, it's still uh, it is still out there. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. Um, first, I want to start by, um, I, I had a friend who was an atheist, and I, and I asked him why, and he said, that's just the way God made me. Oh, that's fine. Um, anyway. That's good. <laughs> what's the other one? Uh, atheists have their holidays. Yes, they do. April Fool's Day. <laughs> but um, I just, I wanted to ask um, if we could ask the Supreme Being, whose his religion is right? And um, I was listening to you, Bob, and it was so interesting, because um I read a paper, and it was composed of um, Einstein, Descartes, and Spinoza, and what they believed in God, and they did believe in God. But if you read the paper, it's exactly what you and Bob were talking about, that God really doesn't want you in old musty churches and synagogues, mosques, etc. He wants you to use your eyesight and look around, especially where we are. Look at that, the vast ocean that we have and the mountains that you spoke of. So... Um, Anyway, so I'll just say this. I, I try to live by the Ten Commandments, and if everybody does that, you know, you, you're going to have a pretty good life, Harry. Yes. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Bye. Good stuff. Appreciate it, Andrea. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. Glad you called in. You're on the air. Hey, boss. What's going on, buddy? Well, uh, I'm speaking with you, which uh, is a good thing. Good morning. And listen, I was listening to your conversation about the sun earlier, right? Yeah. With that piece breaking off of it? Correct. How many, we have what, 350 million? I know there's more than that, but that's sort of the, the go-to number. 350 million Americans. I wonder how many people in America realize that a piece of the sun broke off recently and nobody talked about it. Well, listen to me. It happens all the time. It's called a sun spur. No, 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 no. This was different than that. No, this had a whole different term. uh, And then it went into some type of vortex. No, this is different than that. This isn't this is um, NASA caught the whole thing. uh, And and we were very um, quick to point out. It sounds worse than it is. It's it's important. You know, if you say, oh, my God, a piece of the sun broke off and then people start thinking like, you know, the earth is not going to be, you know, warm enough and, and something's going to change. Uh, if you went to school, you know that, that the sun is a star. 
But a piece of the sun breaking off in the manner that it did and for NASA to capture it and actually see what happened after the event, I think is rather extraordinary. Well, right. Our uh, uh, our sun is a star to a distant planet, okay? From a distant planet, it'll look like a star, okay? Every star... Well, Matt, it's not that it looks like a star. By definition, the sun is a star. Right. Yeah. You said it looks. You said it looks like a star. It, it 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 is a star from a distant planet. I'm saying. Well, that's okay. I mean, it, it's, tell- it, yeah, sure. If it was too close, we wouldn't be here. What I'm saying to you is, Harry, every star when you go out on a clear night and you look up in the sky and you see all those stars, they're all suns to a different uh, 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 universe. They're uh, they all have planets revolving around them, as does our star. Correct. Okay? Yeah. And if, and you're talking about UFOs and all this stuff with the balloons and all. Hey, by, by the way, let me ask you something, because I'm not sure about this. True or false, the sun is a star. This is almost like one of those... Um, uh, problems that you get to solve and you have to read it a couple times and you, it's a little tricky. The sun is a star. That I know. Is every star a sun? I think the answer is no to that. Uh, I don't know, Harry. I think there's planets revolving around a, a distant stars, just like our planets revolve and our galaxy revolve around the sun. You have to admit, and it's fascinating to me to sometimes have the opportunity to talk about it. We travel 365 days and we make a complete rotation around the sun. That's why you hear sometimes people say, have a great trip around the sun. That means have a great year. Uh, it, it, that it all just works the way that it did, that it does. And there was a recent finding about the very um, center of the earth how much iron and and obviously that's important because it's magnetic you know uh there have been reports about the rotation of the earth changing directions and changing this and changing that it's just remarkable how this whole thing works the way that it does i find it i don't know if people listening find this boring i find it fascinating well I'll just leave you with this thought. Where does space end? If you want to really delve deep into it, where does it end? Where's the end? Does it ever end? Or what is it? Well, that's that, that, that starts to get my mind going just both jazzed up and crazy all at the same time. And by the way, because I know you are a, a sponge that loves to absorb knowledge, and you do have a lot of it, Matt. That's just a... Just a fact. I'm not just being kind. Uh, I looked it up. Every sun is a star, which is what your boy said right here. But not every star is a sun. So that is the definitive answer to that. There are billions of suns in our galaxy alone, and they are all stars. But there are many what they call celestial objects that you see and you, 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 you look at them. And every star 
is not a son. I think that's pretty good uh, little piece of information to have. Well, yeah, I, I, I appreciate that knowledge, Harry. Yeah. And that's why I listen to this very fun show. Thank but you. Thank you. I, there, there's got to be something out there revolving around one of these other sons. Well, hey, listen, now, now, now you're in my wheelhouse because this has started great debates over the past 31 years. I would say this probably comes up once a year, once every couple of years, something like that, where we find ourselves discussing this kind of thing. And I am of the belief it can't be proven yet, but I just can't believe that this is the only place in the in the universe that can sustain life that has life it may not be earth-like human-like but there's got to be something else now is it is it unusual that we haven't encountered it now some people will tell you we have encountered uh ufos and things like that and the government is very secret squirrel about all of that i I was really hoping if anybody would have done it i was hoping that trump was going to reveal more about UFOs. It was his intention. But what he found out is that you've got this this whole swamp that works against you. So many things that he wanted to do that he did get done, but many things he wanted to do that the system just, you know, rise the machine or whatever. They just revolt and they won't let you do it. But I think, and I'm not a conspiracy, you know, kook, theorist, UFO, Roswell, you know, fanatic or anything, but there's stuff in that UFO top secret stuff that they're not telling us about. It, there's something there. I don't know what it is, but it's something. Uh, well, Harry, you could ask the uh, U.S. Navy pilots and the U.S. Air Force what they've seen yeah. when they're flying. Uh, Matt, I, I, even commercial airline pilots what they've seen yeah uh ask now i I didn't talk with him my twin brother don did ask buzz aldrin about ufos and stuff like that he'll tell you well they just said we don't know what in the sam hell that was we don't know what it is yeah i i also believe they've recovered objects that can't be explained and if you if you want to really get crazy about this and I know people try to say they floated them in water and the, the water's just gone now and all kinds of things. But how did they build the pyramids? How, how did they uh, construct the Sphinx? How did they do these things? When you take calculations of what they did, their work, their work is so uh, pristine. How did they do Stonehenge? Who picked those things up? I mean, I could go on and on and on. So I don't know what the answer to all this stuff is. But once again, when you can't explain it, my theory is always to default to something that is probably of a nature that doesn't get written about a lot, doesn't get talked about a lot, because people then will call you some kind of UFO kook, you know, and and all kinds of, you know, unkind things. But there's a lot of stuff out there that if you date when it was constructed, you know they didn't have – and you're in the business. You know they didn't have the um, 
the instruments and the tools and all the things in order to be able to do it. So then how did they do it? How did they do these things? Each one of those blocks, I forget what they're made out of, but each one of them is so incredibly heavy that are we to believe that they what they they build up piles of sand and 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 walk them up with rope and I just I just don't uh, I don't know how they did all these things. Well, they had some of the uh, leading engineering schools in America went over there and tried to replicate carrying like a hundred uh, pound stone across the desert with modern technology and they couldn't do it. So how did they do it? Uh, that's what I'm saying. I mean, and I'm looking up right now. How much did pyramid blocks weigh? For calculations, most Egyptologists use 2.5 tons as the weight of an average pyramid stone block. 8,000 tons of granite were imported from Aswan, located at more than 800 kilometers away. The largest granite stones in the pyramid found above the king's chamber weigh 25 to 80 tons each. How did they do it? How did they do it? How did they do it? How did they do it, Harry? The, the leading engineering students in the country couldn't do it. They, they couldn't do it. Here's with modern tools. 2,300 limestone granite blocks were pushed, pulled, and dragged into place on the Great Pyramid. I I just don't have any answer for how they physically accomplished that. And that's just one example. Amazing. There's many others. Amazing. Man. Yep, it really is. Amazing. Man. Good conversation, my friend. Be well. And for the first time in quite a long time, the phone lines are completely clear. I'm going to go to the halftime break and hope to come back to more of your phone calls in just a little bit. 609 609- Four zero seven fourteen fifty. If anyone feels like it, I'm game. Let's let's explore. How did they? How did they hoist this tonnage? I know the videos that we've seen and the ropes and and the and the slaves and and all of this. I'm not buying any of that. That just doesn't seem feasible. And they certainly didn't have the mechanical equipment and many of the things that would be required to do it now we know that they happen because they are there and they constructed many of them you know you think about the great pyramid but there were there many other pyramids and i mentioned the sphinx you know who was the uh who 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 had the 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 uh the chisel and the hammer that constructed that whole deal 609 Four zero seven fourteen fifty about that or anything else because it is wide open forum on early in the morning. Life is hectic here in South Jersey, but one thing you don't have to worry about is missing the information you need while you're running around doing a zillion things. That's why WPG Talk Radio 95.5 brings you everything you need to know in six minutes at the top of every hour. National headlines from Fox News Radio, South Jersey News, and your local AccuWeather forecast all in six minutes. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Brian Kilmeade is next at 10. Now, back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 
All right, I'm going to protect her, but I just had a conversation that should have been on air. And I said this by the time the conversation was over. That was just fascinating. And I learned a whole lot in the past five minutes about how this actually was done. And my friend tells me that they did do it. Uh, They did it by the sand. They did it with and you see this and I and I, I will cop to this. I've seen incredibly heavy things, heavy trailers, homes that you can roll on logs. Now, of course, this is on sand, so that's tricky. But evidently, they would wet the sand. They would create it into like a ramp. And then one of the things I did suggest, because if you believe if you believe that um, uh, that that just humans did this and that there was no alien type of, you know, uh, involvement, uh, they built the sand up. And that is what allowed them to uh, to to raise these very heavy limestone items. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. And there we go. Ah, the precursor to the pyramids were, I, I guess this is pronounced Mastabas. She knew that it began with M and it was driving her crazy. She couldn't think of it. Mastabas. So there were pre-pyramids. And she was explaining how they got to one point and then they figured out, hey, if we can do this, then we can, you know, we can keep going. And so th- th- that evidently is is how they did it. Then I said, now, th- the, I will probably never get there. And one great regret that I will have, Rich DeFeo, the late, great Rich DeFeo, our dear friend who passed away way too soon. He invited me to go to Egypt. And I really wanted to go. Probably, maybe if I was a single man, you know, I'd take a shot, maybe, but probably not because I'm just cautious. At the time that he was going, Americans were getting just kidnapped and scooped up and killed. And it was just a very dangerous time. So I said, Rich, you have no idea. I've always wanted to see the Great Pyramid, the Sphinx. I wanted to see all of this because, you know, I, I, I believe at some point these awful people that blow everything up, they're just going to keep on destroying everything and there'll be nothing left. I had a chance to go. I'm not going to explain to you how it was going to happen, but it, it, was, it, it was doable and it, and it could have been done. He went. And the pictures were amazing. And come to think of it, I now vividly remember Bob Sandman with them. And there they are. And the the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx is in the background. And it looks like you want to say it's Photoshop. They're not really there, but they were there. And it's a shame that the world is just so dangerous. And there's so much anti-American activity out there because what a what an experience that would be. So I do this last segment with you and I'm all jazzing myself up, you know, basically telling you without saying it because I stopped short of saying it, that there had to be some kind of, you know, uh, external involvement in this thing. However, you want to take that alien, whatever. But my friend tells me, no, no, they, they, they were able to do it. And she agreed that it's remarkable, but 
it wasn't evidently all that complex. She was explaining where they would get this granite and limestone limestone from and how they would bring it, I'll call it, to the field where they would be constructing. So evident, and she's very, very into this, you can tell. I said to her, I said, oh, my God, I said, this should be on air. I said, your knowledge is incredible about this. So sometimes you think something is supernatural, extraordinary, uh, but I don't want to take away. And I said, is it true, though, that they they were so accurate to like beyond the the, the means of the time? And she kind of floored me. She said, no, they weren't that accurate. I said, well, wait a minute. Is, is everything I thought I knew wrong? Because I've always heard how precise it was. So then she did say to me, no, it was it was precise and all of that. See, I would think it would have to be because, look, they've been standing for thousands of years on sand. And the closest I've ever come, because it is actually the Great Pyramid, is the Disney ride Soren. When they upgraded it to I shouldn't say upgraded it, but changed it because the other Soren was also awesome. But soaring around the world. And every time I get to, to the Egypt part of the ride. And when you see the Great Pyramid up close. There. I don't know how much distance there are between each of the stones. But they're not. The edges don't line up. It's not like a try. It's not like a perfect triangle. They um, they protrude out. So they're kind of like set i don't know halfway or a third of the way or whatever but there's an edge that protrudes it's not if you've ever gotten a good look at the great pyramid the blocks are not perfect edge to edge when you see it from far away it looks like this triangle and it is that shape but those blocks are offset as i think the best way that i can explain that if you want to jump in when we come back one more power segment uninterrupted straight ahead we're at 46 minutes past the hour 609 407 1450 in case you can't tell i am fascinated by this topic i love it we'll be back i am early in the morning wpg talk radio 95.5 fm and 1450 a.m WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. It is 10 minutes before the top of the hour, 16 minutes until Brian Kilmeade. We're taking your phone calls at 609-407-1450. I texted my friend back and I wrote, you are fascinating on this topic and then on, on a second text, because I wanted it to be bigger, if you put a um, a little um, one of those emojis with the text, it's tiny. If you put it by itself, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I'm just saying what I did here. When you put it by itself, it's bigger. So I sent also the the emoji with the monocle on with its kind of looking up little little hoity, little snooty uh, smart guy. I, I, I sent the smart guy uh emoji because i was fascinated fascinated by this person's content welcome to hurley in the morning you are on the air hi there 
Good morning, Harry. Hey. Explain this one. Yeah. When you have these pyramids that they have around the world. Yes. In different location aspects. And then they pull out to show the whole picture of the globe. And they dot, they connect the dots. And they're perfect diagrams or triangles. Did everybody have sand and logs in all the different parts of the world to build all <laughs> well, these things around the, the world? Now, listen, this is very interesting that you would say that because I posed that question to my friend who went on to tell me, and I think she's right about this. She said, humans do things the same way. We find out how to do something and we all do the same thing. So the answer is yes. They found out. I don't know how they didn't have the Internet. They didn't have cell phones. I got I'm going to end the show with a comment on cell phones. Um, but they get the word, you know, Pony Express. They get the word around the you 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 posed the perfect question. And the answer is yes. They all do it the same way that I posed that question to her or I would have to say I'd have to get back to you on that. All right. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah, I know. I know. See ya. Take care. <laughs> Good to talk to you. 609. You take care, too. 609-407-1450 and open phone line. Welcome to the Hurley of the Morning program. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. This is a fascinating subject. I'm so interested in it. I would be looking so much forward for you to have a uh, have her on as a guest. I know. I said that this needs to be on air. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know that. No, no, I know when you yeah. do, I'm looking so much forward to that. And I'm sure that you have a personal family bucket list. And I know that you and Margie have uh, went to uh, Alaska, took that week or whatever vacation there. I think that that would be an awesome bucket list for you, Margie, and Noah, and perhaps one or two of Noah's parents. Here's the problem. I would say yes to that, but I think the world's too dangerous right now, George. I wouldn't risk my children, my grandson, myself, Margie. I wouldn't risk it. That's the problem. I had a shot to go, and it was terrible then. I think it's even worse now. I mean, it, it just – I would be more concerned about safety than I think I would enjoy being there is the problem. Yeah, I agree with you. That's so sad, isn't it? It's terrible. It's so sad. What everybody was able to do forever, you no longer can do. It's a whole different world that we live in, a very dangerous one. Upside down, inside out. All right, God bless you, Harry. Thank you. Thank you, George. Appreciate that. Let me share this um, story with you. And I, I think that it, it could it be, I could be wrong because I have these these um, flashes of I read so much, you know, and I try to learn so much. And sometimes, you know, I'm not sure if I if I have it straight because I haven't thought about this topic in a long time. But I have a theory. And it goes like this. Many of the great innovations that majorly transformationally change society. The inventors of these things oftentimes have regrets. The inventor of the cell phone said that we don't have privacy anymore. I would go one step further. Not only don't we have privacy anymore, we have no peace. 
because it's always texting. It's always ringing. It's uh, could I time it? Could I? I'm telling you, don't try this at home. Could I time that any better than I just did? People ask me sometimes, hey, you, you leave that on. You, 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 why don't you put that on silent? I said, look, I said, we're a transparent program. I want people to know there's action going on. Hey, who's texting Harry? What's, where'd he get that? What's going on? I, I, I don't now. I'll be honest with you. And it's not a disrespect to this audience because th- this is my, you know, this is my home. But when I'm doing Fox News nationally, I, I do silence my phone. It's on and it's right near where I keep it, exactly where I keep it now. But I do put it on silent. And I just feel that that is because um, this is something that we evolved into here over 31 years together. The cell phone didn't even exist when we first began. Isn't that crazy? Didn't even exist. I couldn't get a text message or anything in real time, I would have to find out later in the day and come back and say, hey, after the program, we learned the following. That's another thing that technology has just afforded us the opportunity. You forget about this because it's our new normal, if you will. And, you know, I hate that phrase. Uh, It's just we accept it now. But it wasn't all that long ago. Where you would literally, I remember uh, before I had a cell phone in my car that Mr. Trump provided me with, I used to enjoy my ride home from work because I could decompress, nobody could bother me, and it would be about 20 minutes or so, the ride, and I really enjoyed it. Unfortunately, once technology advances, I used to take my. That's Eric. I'll tell you what. You can't time this. You can't. You just can't. You can't. I can't. I can't believe my life. It's so. It's so. It's it's so crazy. It's so good. I call out for the technology to ring, and it rings. But once I had the cell phone in my car, I would grab. They were pink pieces of paper, and my secretary would have these stacks of people that wanted me to call them, and I had a a. a, a a work ethic where I called back people within one day. It was, I tried same day, usually succeeded, but it, sometimes there were so many that it would take into the next day. And I had to do that because it never stopped. If I didn't do it, it would be I did days of phone calls, weeks of phone calls. So that's the um, the method to that. Is it's just the sense of urgency of somebody calls you, you get back to them and, and, and all of that. But the technology now made it that I would take my last two or three or four messages and I would bring them with me. And then while I'm driving, I'm doing these last things. So then work got taken into the car. Now with these cell phones that are portable, you're never off. Unless you turn the phone off. I don't turn my phone off. But when I am getting ready to sleep for the night, and my goal was usually by about 9 o'clock, and I get up at 2.15. So you can see I've got to be disciplined about this because I'm not getting enough sleep as it is. I turn the phone onto silent. And I tell people all the time, you can text me any day or night because once I'm going to – because people say, I don't want to wake you. I said, no, you can't. I said, I turn it to silent 
and then I'll see it when I wake up. And it's very helpful because many times I have, you know, uh, a bunch of important stuff that gets sent to me that I can see, you know, starting at 2.15-ish the next morning. But the inventor of the cell phone, I want to say the guy's name is Ring, and I might just be making that up, but I'll double check it in a second. He has regrets. And I have a belief that anytime someone or something is majorly transformational, an innovation that transforms the way that we operate. And you could think of a number of things. You know, remember the Renaissance period was a very great time of impression and, you know, uh, all kinds of things. You could go to different periods in time. Any of those transformational inventions or changes in what would become societal evolution, there are typically regrets. Person that invented the Internet has regrets. The person that that invented the cell phone has regrets, says we don't have privacy anymore. And I, I also say we have no peace because you you used to be able to unplug. You couldn't be reached. And it would be okay because you you unless it was an emergency, you can't I, I think I speak for all of us. We can't imagine not being able to be reached. Because that's the way it is now. You can be reached 24-7. You didn't used to be. I went to Disney World at the time of Black Friday. I didn't know that the biggest stock market crash since the Great Depression had occurred until I got back to New Jersey from Florida. Didn't know it happened. Nobody in Disney World talked about it. Now, nothing happens that you don't find out about in real time. And I'll just put it out there. I love a lot of it because obviously we're a digital company and a radio company. So it's our friend. But if you look at it another way, it's a blessing and a curse. It's a mixed bag. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. Thanks for holding. You're on the air. Harry, I love your work ethic. I learn from you every day. Thank you. You're amazing. Thank what, you. What you've accomplished. Appreciate it. You're amazing. Thank you. And and I, you know, I try I, I try to do the best I can to emulate many of your uh, ethics. Oh, thank you. I am, I am, I am impressed with the fact that they had a a uh, house meeting last night, and they didn't finish until almost ten thirty p.m. And I just hope they keep this up. I think this is due to Kevin McCarthy, don't you, or no? Oh, of course it is. There's no doubt. Hey, look, he promised certain things, and he's delivering. He promised transparency. (laughs) He promised that they're going to subpoena different people. They're going to go after these different things. I I don't know how far they'll get because we have a completely criminal, corrupt government right now where they're covering for, you know, you take uh, Chairman Comer of uh, Oversight Appropriations and he um, he's asking for these suspicious transaction reports and the Department of Justice uh, is stonewalling. They're, they're lying. You have the Treasury Secretary saying, oh, I really want to send them to you and I have them all. But it, it's a lengthy process 
to get you know them approved for me to do that. And they're just criminals. They 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 get away with it. Uh, they're going to try to run out the clock, and they're going to be frustrated many many times. That's why I want to see them. It's not my usual nature to say this because I don't I don't live my life this way. I'm not a vicious person. I don't believe in going after people and ruining lives and doing these things. But look what this other side did to people that they criminally charged, then brought them before grand juries, and then had got them in Washington, D.C., corrupt juries, had them convicted. Uh, that's what this side's going to have to do. Hey, I subpoenaed you. You didn't give me what I asked for. You are now in contempt of Congress. And that used to stop there, Jenny. So that wasn't even worth a um, a wet noodle. Uh, but the Democrats started something, taking them to grand juries and having them criminally prosecuted. By that standard, Eric Holder should have gone to jail, the attorney general. He was found in contempt of Congress. Yep. But the Republicans left it yes. at that. You've been embarrassed. You've been sullied. Your reputation, you will always be stained with that you did not comply to a congressional subpoena. And he was a bad he was a bad attorney general. I don't even have time to get into him today uh, in the minute that we terrible, have. Terrible. But they didn't take him to a grand jury and try to ruin his life and criminally charge him and put him in jail. But that's what the other side does. So I say, look, if that's good, good enough for you, that's good enough for me. Harry, I'm so worried about this country. Ah. Uh, I, I, you know, you have every I, reason I to be. See, I want to see. I know, I know. I want to see Donald Trump get in the presidency again. I've told you why before. And I want to see Tulsi Gabbard as the vice president. She would be great. What do you think I, of that? I would love the ticket. I'd vote for the ticket in a heartbeat. And I would love to see him have four years unplugged where you know you can never run again. You don't have to worry about any of those political calculations. Because anytime you win, you're always careful and calculating you don't want to be a one-termer uh that's that's always something that the presidents even if they only wanted to serve one term you don't want it to be that you got thrown out uh so if he got in for four more years and didn't care about any political calculation i think it could be amazing what could get done yes yes i want to know could giselle fetterman please uh, Say it. I'm reading your mind. Could, in, in other words, could she be the next senator is what you're asking me, right? Yes. yes. All right. Here's.